Hello, 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 and welcome back. We're back, 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 back. to Auntie <laughs> Could Never, episode 72. Um, my ladies, my ladies, I've missed you. How have you been? How have you been? How have you been? Better than you. Yes, <laughs> basically. But we missed you. I missed you yeah. so much. I've missed all of you. Missed your faces. It's been a crazy, crazy moment. Um, yes, Auntie Gay K was taken out by the disgusting bastard that was um, COVID. I um, was watching our episode back to get our clip. Um, and I uh, literally was watching me say, I feel a bit funny, but it's not COVID. <laughs> that was the one-liner of all one-liners. And um, it fucking was. So, But I'm back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Back in effect. Um, it's been it's lovely to see you guys' faces. Auntie Farah, let's go, 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 go. Okay. <laughs> that was very quick. Uh, hold on, sorry. My phone, I'm not used to this anymore. You see, we've been out of action for a couple of weeks. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, three things. You've got to pick one. Okay? Three rounds. Here we go. First one. Develop a severe allerg- allergic reaction to every person you've ever known for long... Sorry, can't read. Develop a severe allergic reaction to every person after you've known them for longer than a year. Drop 50 IQ points. Go to jail for 10 years for a crime you didn't commit. Come on, girl. This is easy. Let me be dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of that sounds good. I'm allergic to you lot after a year. Come on now. My child after a year, my mum. Huh? I'm assuming that's new people. Because it's developed. And an allergic reaction to every person you've known after a year. For long. Oh, no, no, you're right. It is for long. Yeah, so all of you lot, I can't talk to you again. No, that's nonsense. I'll be dumb. Let me be dumb. And I'll dye my hair blonde and make it a thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, th- I think my IQ is like over 400 and something anyway so I think I can afford to lose 50 I'll be fine. I don't know what my IQ is it's, it, could be, it could be 50 and I'll drop it yes. let me don't some people prosper <laughs> I was literally thinking the same thing that my IQ is alright to drop 50 points what about you Auntie Shardy I don't know if mine is you know I think I might be <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 10 years that you didn't commit the crime. I might do the job. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. I really don't know. That's such a difficult one. But yeah. Like being dumb. Girl, you smart. Being dumb. <laughs> how do dumb people survive? Some people, dumb people are in high positions. So uh, it, must, it must can work somehow. You know what? Yeah, it's true. I'm saying dumb and illiterate. Yeah. Well, you'd just be ignorant to a lot of shit, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's right. I just have a different career path. That I'd love to be like just not knowing. So, I'd yeah. love to be unwoke and unknown. It's all yeah. right. Next, next, next. Get a tattoo of a six pack of beer on your belly. <laughs> Spend every day on an aeroplane, not necessarily going anywhere. You're just on a plane every day. No way. Um, be unable to say your own first name. <laughs> What's going on here? Really? <laughs> the tattoo one. I'm getting the tattoo. Oh, God. Getting the tattoo. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what? Because you know it says a six pack of beer, yeah, and it could be. It doesn't say which way. I'd get a six pack of um, you know, the two p beer bottles from back in the day because I'd be like an homage to old school sweets. So I'd get that kind of look. It doesn't say sweets. It says beer. I know, but beer can be. It doesn't doesn't say sweets. It says. Bit. Could be a cartoon. Start having all these. No, but it could be a cartoon version. Yeah, beer. Not sweets. I'm gonna go with my first name because no one calls my first name anyway. So, Charlie's not my first name. So, ah, same. Yeah, yeah. There's that like fifty IQ points that you can lose. <laughs> it's smart. It's smart. <laughs> no one calls me by my first name either. So there that's you go. Right. There yeah. you go. I'm getting a tattoo. This, this is crazy. Tattoo. What is your first name, please? <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> mine, is, mine is Nana. Mine is Nana. Remember, we're Nana a Cre- Nana Cre- reverse. reverse. Probably Me. seen government names on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Nana. That's my first yeah, name. I, I knew your one was Nana as well, because that would just be weird having two Nanas. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Sorry, Auntie Farah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I've got I was... to get Farah because people will be calling me Farah and I'll be getting vexed and I wouldn't be able to correct them. <laughs> it's not Farah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're having. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say my own name. So I'll take the tattoo. I'm not sitting on a plane every day unless it's business no class. Way. I'm from there. But no way, like plane air, plane food, plane everything. All day, every day, not going. And you're not going anywhere. That's the best. Yeah. So, I'll take your tattoo because yeah. I didn't say I have to keep it. I could cover it up. Next, uh, would you rather wear a zombie face? <laughs> wear zombie face paint at all times. Oh God! Permanently smell like cigarettes. Oh. Take five cho- shots of espresso every evening before bed. I know. I'll do, do that. I'll do that. The espresso, easy. Yeah. For one, five shots. Five I shots. I, I'm doing the espresso. Oh, just... God. Why am I wearing zombie makeup every day? <laughs> I'm petrified of zombies. That's definitely a no. What was the other one? The other one was. I like cigarettes. I like cigarettes. I like cigarettes all day long. All day, every day. Mate. Even after you come out of the bath, you still smell oh. like tags. The thing is, I love sleep. So, like, five shots of expression, like, that's no, that'd be no sleep. No, okay, because I don't drink. I don't drink coffee at all. So for the coffee drinkers in the room and in the audience, do you? um, Can you? Does your body acclimatize to coffee and get used to it? Because I can drink a coffee before I go to sleep and not have it affect me. So I I could back five espressos and still go to sleep. Who don't drink coffee? I don't know if it would have the same. I feel like it would keep you up. I feel like you'd be like, yeah. But after a time, it would get. Oh, we'd get. Oh, but like I said, your body would acclimatize. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like so more after caffeine, like for sure. Yeah, like so. I think I'm gonna have to smell like cigarettes. Oh God. Oh wow, gone. Yeah, I used to smoke though. So I know, but doesn't it make it like I used to smoke? But yeah, I find that us ex-smokers. I can't stand it. Oh my god! I, I think we're worse than people who never ever smoked. Yeah. yeah, when you've done it and you've been there and done yeah. that, and then you smell it, it's like yes. it gets gone. Well, I guess because you know your neuropaths 
it's like your your shudder shut off. If I get into this, I can go back to it. So it's yeah. it's more of a repulsion to keep you away from it. I don't Maybe. know. Whatever the case is, it's like that, no, I, just, I just know that now nah, because I, I like the smell of weed. So that's not yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> I like the smell of weed, you know. I wish it had a different smell. What? Oh wow! That smells oh. a bit. Not I love great. the smell of green. But I love green. it. Oh, like some good high grade. It's that's just lovely to smell in the air. Well, you would, you would have loved it at fifty first date then, because that's all you were smelling yeah. everywhere. It was good stuff. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's say hello to the people in the audience. Yeah. So I'm struggling a little bit seeing all the comments, unfortunately, but I know everyone says hi, so hi. Um, um, what do you call it? So Jeff is saying coffee is nasty. They even have chilled versions. Pure nastiness. Have to agree with you on that. Agreed. Um, I love. I love it. It's lovely. So he also said both cigarettes and cannabis smell revolting. Um, Stacy says um, yes. I drink coffee at bedtimes and sleep well. Uh, Ronald, hi Ronald. He's um, uh, taken option of espresso. Um, Nicholas also saying I can drink a coffee and go to bed. Uh, Ronald says I'll be dumb and get the tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Stace also says tattoo will be fine if you can cover it up. There we go. There we go. That was nice. So, dun 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 dun. It's my turn to welcome to the family. So I'm I'm welcoming myself back to the reality. So welcome Auntie AK back into the fold. I'm back in. Yeah, Yeah, I'm welcoming myself back. But I'm also, you know, I, do you know what got me through? And I'll probably probably talk about it again later. So I won't go too deep. But I'm welcoming Uncle Badman Jadakis to the family. And and his (laughs) Styles P and Sheik Louch from the locks. I'm welcoming the locks in their entirety to the family because they absolutely Merkled, Merkel dipset. That versus was for hip hop. It's emotional. I can't stop watching clips. It got me through, well, it didn't get me through COVID, but the one there was one wonderful piece of respite from the madness watching it with my people them. And um, then I watched it again and then really overdid it and then got <laughs> kind of taken out because I tried to do too much. But it was <laughs> fan freaking tastic. But we will talk about it later. But yeah, so welcoming Jada Kiss and the Locks to the, and yeah, no, no, I'll keep it at that. Just they smatteratteratted it. It was bad. And that's it. So now's our time to get into what have you heard? This is where we pick a new story from the past week or today, and we will get into it and discuss deeply and intimately and crazily. Let's go, Auntie Farah. Okay, so in the news today. Virginia, I'm going to murder her name, Virginia Guffrey, um, an Epstein accuser, is suing Prince Andrew for alleged sex abuse. So my question to you, given the fact that Prince Andrew has still yet to... <laughs> given the fact that Prince Andrew, sorry, my daughter just walked in, has still yet to hand himself over to the FBI for questioning... Do we actually think that anything is going to come of this lawsuit? Auntie, now. I don't think anything's going to come of this lawsuit. What I'm hoping she's doing it for, more so than any type of, like, monetary justice, is to get more details out 
I'm hoping is like why she's doing it is to just kind of keep it um, fresh in people's minds as to the people that he's been moving with, what he was up to with um, Epstein and and just the, the nastiness that he was involved in with younger women. I hope that's her intention. But I don't think he's gonna like you know be punished in any way unless there's some real new evidence that we haven't seen yet that comes to light so let's see Auntie Shade. um yeah I think it's similarly um I think maybe this is to bring like new because Delane isn't she isn't her court case coming up soon I'm pretty sure it's like either autumn or early winter that she's supposed to be um, uh, going to court and stuff. So if that's a way of kind of like exposing more details or even getting some more charges brought up um, or corroborating mm-hmm. stories and that sort of thing, I think that that's great. But yeah, I just think he's probably got full protection. Nothing's probably going to happen to him. He'll probably like be less... Um, you know, he'll probably go into hiding for a bit again and then come out at Christmas time or something, depending on the mood. Do you know what I mean? But I just don't think, I don't think anything's really going to come of it unless there's, there would have to be like a regime change or something. I don't know, like, it's just, yeah, I I can see him fully getting away with murder. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Yeah, I have no hopes of things happening. I saw on socials, I was just checking that, the reason this is coming in, this legal action comes in just days before the expiration date of a New York state law that permits alleged victims of childhood sex abuse to file civil claims that might otherwise be barred by statutes of limitations. So if she doesn't, apparently her attorney, David Boyce, says if she doesn't do it now, she could be allowing him to escape any accountability for his actions. So, you know, they have all that statute of limitations and stuff. So she's got to get it in, basically. Um, uh, what's... Uh, what I've seen, what I saw was that it was not been majorly reported by the UK press and that we, we, we understand why. We know the, the firm, as Harry and Meghan called it, are in full effect when these things happen. Prince Andrew has had nothing going on for him. Like he's refused to turn up in court. He's done all that stuff and stuff. He's from the royal family. That They operate on a different level, on a different wavelength. That He will not do time unless there's a whole heap of conversation behind the scenes negotiating who's got to take the fall for this. There's a whole heap, there's a whole heap of strings and puppet pulling and businesses and investments and people them that have to be like, it's chess. They've got to move all the pawns. They've got to look at all the things. So if Andrew does this, so who can we replace? Who, it's, it's long. But as I think as Auntie Nana said, it's about having as much of the story out there as possible, just so that people know, for the, at least for our public interest, we know that there's a whole bunch of duttiness that goes on and people can move accordingly with information. I think that's about the best that we're going to get out of it. Um, Auntie Farah. Yeah, I totally agree with all of you. He's not going to see the inside of court. He's not going to do it. And if he does speak to the courts, it will be via satellite. And it and he will say, well, he can't plead the fifth, but whatever the equivalent is, he'll say no comment. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I just feel like it's disgusting that this person can get away with doing all of these things. He's got so many um, accusations towards him 
and he's not sat down and actually been interviewed by anyone and he's just getting away with it. If this was a normal person, they surely would have been extradited by now or there'd be a little bit more behind them. They wouldn't be able to go about living their day-to-day lives. Yes, as as you said before, he's gone quite quiet, but he hasn't completely disappeared. The the palace have come out and categorically denied all of these claims, but what else are they going to do? Are they going to say, we're investigating it, like they're investigating the Meghan thing? for racism they're not going to come out and say that are they they're going to protect their own um this uh virginia she she says that she was 17 years old when he um assaulted sexually assaulted her and she's one of many and it's just as i say it's very sad that these people can get away with rape and murder um and nothing happens to them honestly i think they will probably okay this is just uh what do you call it <laughs> i'm not committing any crimes by saying this but I Allegedly. <laughs> to get rid of someone <laughs> then them go to prison do you know what i mean i think that that's more likely that if he mysteriously disappears then we can probably guess right do you know what i mean yeah i mean i don't know it's, it's hard to talk about these things because all over the place they got their people on watch for anyone to say anything that's incriminating inflammatory defamatory they're ready to and they'll come for the little people that say the wrong thing and the main bit person accused who allegedly blah 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 we will have our opinions on whether he did it or not or what the situation is but we have to say allegedly that person usually gets off scot-free the higher up in the yeah. thing, thing, sorry i was just gonna say something no i was just gonna say there's a freaking photo with him and the girl yeah and in the in the TV interview he done with the uh, I can't remember what the presenter name the terrible presenter but anyway she like like how do you explain that he's like I don't have any explanation what are you talking about bro you're clearly lying everyone can see that you're lying but we just all got I don't know it's just like again the royal family just gaslighting us into nonsense like it's just ridiculous we can all see it you blatantly knew the girl. We we can't we can't say exactly what happens that we can't say but you can let blatantly knew you got, knew the girl and you can't even admit to that so you're clearly lying do you know what I mean? Slow. What were you going to say, Antifara? Something basically along those lines that we're saying alleged because he's not admitted to it. But go for questioning then. If you're so innocent, go and sit down and let them question you in in the actual correct settings. Don't go and make an interview with someone who's basically been fed the questions to to, um, ask you. Go and actually have a proper interview with the FBI if you are so innocent. What have you got to hide? It's been over a year since you said you're going to cooperate. Over a year. Let's go on to the comments. Oh, Nana, you're saying something. We can't hear you. Oh, go on. Sorry, Antonella. I was being a good gal and was on mute. But yeah, I was saying that even in that interview, he came across as super guilty. And that's like a vetted interview with a journalist. And you still came across as like a a dirty paedophile. So I can't imagine what the FBI, a proper interrogation would get out of him. Because like the lie about at that point in time, I wasn't sweating because I developed a condition and that seemed to disappear. <laughs> it was like, what type of bullshit? And what, was it, he went to Domino's. He remembered he was at, was it Domino's Pizza or something? Pizza yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was in how many years ago? Yeah. It was like, oh, come on, dude. Like you, And then you've got a picture. It's like, you're so, you're such a dirty, oh. Uh, 
But anyway, yeah, I doubt he's going to be prosecuted. But yeah, it's good. It's good for these details to continuously keep on coming out. Uh, and to well. remind people that he has this, you know, around him. Because yeah. the British public like to forget certain things. Their memory's long, but also short. <laughs> because and, and the thing is, that's the part, because people are still going to rally around the royal family and all that type of shit. And we know it's just long. Let's get the comments. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Jeff Schumann says, of course he will escape uh, prosecution. Ronald says civil cases are for damages such as money or jail time. I'm sorry, money, not jail time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we need that. Uh, Rowena says, um, Emily Mantis, or, is that how you say it? Mantis? I don't know. Uh, was the journo. Um, I thought she let him hang himself, to be honest. Um, and also says, uh, the being unable to sweat and laughing at that. And Nicholas says, do you think Fergie knew, which is why she was scared to talk about them? I think, boy, they, they annihilated Fergie, but of course she knew stuff. Of course. Yeah. Maybe that's why, that's why she got annihilated, because she was, you know. Yeah. Know. And then uh, who just popped in? Natalie saying the British public would be all over it if it was Megan. Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, how? sneeze <laughs> at a teenage boy and not have someone come for her. <laughs> Listen. Hi, right, Auntie Nana, what have you heard? What have you heard? Okay, so yesterday I was tickled by this story. You uh, Auntie... Let me just say. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to talk about this that much. Okay. Okay. All right, it's fine. Continue. The anti-vaccine protesters storm BBC HQ years after it moved out. This is from The Guardian. They go on to say, confused anti-vaccine protesters stormed what they thought was a major BBC building on Monday. Apparently unaware, the corporation largely moved out almost a decade ago. Rather than target the BBC's news operation, where they held, which they held responsible for promoting COVID-19 vaccines, a handful of protesters gained access to the television centre in West London, which is now predominantly rented by ITV to film its daytime shows, such as Good Morning Britain and This Morning. And they go on to talk about the folly of this um, happenstance that took place yesterday. Really, what I wanted to ask you guys was, what's your thoughts on this? And I came to a side conclusion that I feel that these guys are agents of the government. What do you think? <laughs> Seeing as Antifara can't say too much, let's get you out of the way first. I have quite a few conspiracy theories. Someone shared this conspiracy theory with me the other day. And I was like, Ooh, what if, right, all the world owes China money, right? Yeah. What if what really happened was they said, how are we going to give you back your money without anyone really batting an eyelid? So they did this thing and they made these vaccines so that they had to pay China. And the way they're funneling the money is through the vaccines. Because let's think about it. Where it started in Wuhan, they've been back to normal for ages. They were partying all like last year, like other nothing. So I think the anti-vaxxers, they found this out. 
That's all I've got to say. This is wild. <laughs> this is wild. Auntie Shadow. <laughs> um, guys, I don't necessarily think it's like government aided. I don't know. I, it kind of depends what you mean. <laughs> so, God. I just think it's just going too far. I think people are bored and they want their lives to get back to normal and they're just trying to do anything to either get, I don't know, like get attention, trying to, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think people are just really frustrated and they want their lives back to normal. So they're just doing whatever they can get away with. I think it's kind of like people who feel empowered as like, you know, the people that stormed the Capitol in the States, that kind of thing just really empowered and think, oh, we're going to do something that's going to mean something. And what it does really is just um, not that scenario, actually. <laughs> but, you know, here, crazy little bit buds for one day or two. Do you know what I mean? And then it's just like, it's just nonsense. Like, what, what are you really doing? Like, how is, like, logically, going to the BBC, you're going to store, and do what, like, is for people to talk about, like, you got inside the building? Is It's not government. Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, like, <laughs> anyway i just think it's nonsense i really do think it's nonsense yeah same when i saw it um when it was shared i was like you guys it's just a whole bunch of dummies they look dumb scuffling like i'm pushing like it just looks so so dumb it, i i i respect everyone's right to protest whatever you're protesting to an extent but you have the right to protest but this was the most dumbest Dumb, 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 dumb thing I've ever seen in my fucking, well, not in my whole life, but in this recent times. I was like, you are foolish. It's the wrong building. W1 <laughs> is where the newsroom is. That's where you're supposed to put, you know about protesting and you've got your shit together. Because like, I used to work at BBC Essential. We always, we had all the marches and all the political groups that want to really curry favour and do something. They used to stand at, go down to W1. That's where the news, I mean, I'm not exposing landmarks by the way people see don't come for me but you I'm just saying yeah, everyone knows like this is what it that's is you, you, news. yeah that's what i'm saying like everyone knows where it is it's open for people you know it's not open there's security so don't try it. i'm not telling you to do nothing <laughs> all right i'm just saying it's a space that everybody knows it's visible it's visible that's the word thank you right? so you're dumb you're going down to freaking wrong studios and you're being wrong and strong on social like yeah we did it what the fuck did you do I, it's just i saw people i saw i was looking for black people and I was, there's a black there's a guy with dreads and from the tone and the color he's possibly lights. I didn't ever see his face, but I was like, please don't let there be no dumb black people there because what the fuck are you doing? And then there's this guy with dreads, but I was like, okay, cool. One, so that's fine. Like, I'd hope it panned out because it was just so dumb. Um, conspiracy theories, yeah, there's probably some agents kind of cause melee trying to make it all look dumb because what's frustrated me about this whole thing and now being a survivor of COVID, um, it's like the whole stupid conversation back and forth. No one knows fuck all. Everyone's got their opinions. And again, like we said on the last episode, the fact that we've got leaders that we can't trust with any information, they can't deliver us straightforward information at all. So everyone's coming up with their own concoctions, their own conclusions, their own reasonings. You lot are protesting. What the fuck are you protesting? We Like, yes, I understand. Yes, vaccine. We don't really want the vaccine passports. No one wants to be forced. So you have every right to protest that in extent, but at least coordinate your protest to make fucking sense and have a, a beginning, middle and end and some target goals. What's your end result? Did you all just get on the pub and go, yeah, for the people? Like, and also off. bear in mind the way you're protesting. Make sure you protest in the right location. In the right location. Like, what's your plan? Don't you know? <laughs> make other people suffer. 
And that's exactly. Not that's safe purpose because they probably know that they can't do it at the the right location. Do you no, know they went there. Yeah, they, they went there. They went to the right location. Oh, afterwards. Oh, afterwards. Auntie Nana, go and pick up. No, I, I, I think, I think this is an almighty setup, and all of those guys are actors. No real protesting group is that stupid to go to a building that when you go there, you can tell it's like ITV and it's not a newsroom anymore. Like you, you just know. Thanks. No, that is it's not BBC. You know BBC that's not works. It's BBC but you know BBC that's not works. where the news is done. Like and they would know this. It's like I think this is so insidious and set up to really sway public opinion on actually, even if you count yourself as an anti-vaxxer, it's like, and you guys are so stupid. It's it's like it's so set up to put these two camps like and this one's a really dumb so you can't even listen to them anyway because they went to the wrong bbc building it's like this this to me is prime propaganda placed by whoever the government is i'm i didn't say the uk government there are governments all around in various different ways but this to me is just so it's so stupid it can't be real and it's almost like you've—they've also done this on possible because on on purpose because it's so stupid. You're going to have people like me that are like, eh, "This is so dumb, it can't be real." Like, but it gets folks talking, and it has anti-vaxxers in your mind negatively, and so then we go on the merry merry-go-round of you can't listen to anybody, even if they are speaking factually as to what has been put out there and the misleading information as to why some people would be like, I'm not going to get a vaccine because nobody's being straightforward about what this vaccine actually does and what it's for. But that to one side, it did make me laugh watching people tussle with each other and the security guards be like, get out! And then going, yeah! It was just like, this is, this is... It's just like a pantomime. Performing arts class. Yeah, like... it, absolutely. Flipping GCSE performing arts, not even A-level. It was so basic. It's like, nah, this isn't real. This isn't real, and I was uh, I was annoyed with um, Charlene White for even commenting on this. That like, I was like, the, don't kind of go into this space of you may have been scared. Like this is this the is, thing is the thing is the thing is though if you're if you were not inside of that building, you can't say that, and that's nah. why. Nah, I'm I'm sorry. This nah. is my place of work. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't. 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 I mean, you you can have that stance, but for my stance, I'm like in the whole setup of it. It's all a part of it. It's all a part of the pantomime. And I would hope that as somebody in her position, you'd either stay out of it because remember the other women didn't say anything. And I think it's always very controlled as to who they have speaking on things. And as black people, we have to remove ourselves from it. Everybody else kept quiet. She could have kept quiet. I don't know, but she's the host of the show. She's the mate. She's the anchor of the show. 
Do you know what I mean? She's if she's supposed to speak on something, then she has to speak on something. It's like, and and you can speak to her experience. Like if that's her experience, like we can't tell her what her over big like conspiracy. That's your what did Charlene say? She basically thanked the security team and said that she's not quite sure what these people would have found. They would have just found her and the rest of the loose women talking about menopause. That's her statement. That's what she said. That's a minor. I think getting into the, wading into the conversation, that's a different perspective. I think, yeah. I mean, if she said that, it is, I, I agree with you, Nana, in the strategy of who says what and how, and black people need to be mindful of who gets to be the face of certain conversations. I will never disagree with that. I think that's the, that, I think that comment's a minor. It was if she like waded in and was like, blah, 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 then then I might be like, yeah, it's this. But she's well, a, but she's a new, not, not everybody, not everyone's anti-vaxxer, not everyone, not everybody is a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody thinks like that, and not everybody is not. It's their prerogative at the end of the day. So whether she believes it, she believes she's part of this big. But the thing, maybe she didn't comment about that. Say that again. She didn't comment about what no, they thing about. All she commented on was no. that the, she thanked the security team for what they did, and she said that it it was just us. That's all she said. It's, and that was, it's that's the placement. That's it's, not, it's not even. It's got nothing to do with if she can see it or not. I get that. It's what I would be mindful of is when they present you as a voice oh, to speak really? on things. That's the thing. That's the thing to be actually like actually how come nobody else is talking about it but they're allowing her to speak but about it anchor? yeah well the, what, what about the other people on the show yeah but if she's the anchor of the show and something has, has happened like it's like either a traumatic thing or something has happened to where that like it's like breaking news almost do you know what i mean of course the anchor is going to say something we would expect it I would have. And also as well, she's a news newscaster. I would, I would, for her, who she is, I would absolutely expect her to say something. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I, I think. Wouldn't. Go on. No, I was going to say. I think it's it's it, it's perspective. It depends on what she says. I think it depends on what she says. I think this is like is only us. That's a throwaway comment. I'm not. I'm so less bothered than if she got into it in a way that would put her in that position where. You've got to be mindful about where you're, how you're positioned. Because even as an anchor, there's a way to say things as well that she like. I would say, okay, that was the right thing to say, and it's cool. Um, and then there's a role. Then she could have said something, 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 and I'd be like, yeah, you put yourself on a limb out there, black woman. I don't think this was an issue, but I do agree with black people in public eye play your position very carefully, of course. Um, and I think, and I do agree, like you, when you're inside looking out of a building that people are rushing towards you can't always take for granted that it's just a part of the game because being especially if you're regular stuff especially if you're just regular stuff going about your day-to-day that and you're not even primed or trained or in that mindset that this is all conspiracy theory you can't necessarily say that oh fuck it off because there could also in that madness still be some because there's puppet masters there's actors and there's the people that get manipulated into anger those are the ones are the ones that like are the reckless ones that they use them to do their bidding and then they can they're the ones they can put under the jail when they want to do have a post hold them up as a poster boy as 
or poster woman as yeah that we got them and that's the one they put under the gel and that's oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah like an, an angry person that yeah and that's the one that will run in LA. someone on behalf of the cause knowing that the rest of it's been orchestrated by the government and the puppets and the puppet masters so i think it's not that simple but yes there's, there could have been orchestration on a higher level for sure yeah i definitely agree with the point that um auntie nana made about how do you make anti-vaxxers look stupid by getting them to do something stupid so I think that I, I hadn't actually thought of it that way before. And I was like, I, I definitely can see that element of it. Or oh, now they look, look, you can't believe them. But it's that whole thing is like, like everybody said, who do you believe right now? You've got to believe yourself really, innit? Do what's good for you. It's the only way. But Let's going go. through all of the headlines, all of the headlines have like either silly, stupid, confused. It's, it's, to me, it's just very, very clear. It's like you're trying to set up this whole picture. So if you're in your office and somebody is considered an anti-vaxxer, it's like, look at this, look at yeah. this wall. The they thing is, what I found is people that aren't vaccinated don't talk about it because everyone expects you to be vaccinated or to be going to get vaccinated. And it's almost as though if you're not vaccinated, you're the new, um, what's the word, uh, I'd say terrorist, but yeah. <laughs> I would say terrorist too. Oh, I, would, I wasn't going that far. I was going to say left. You feel like a terrorist. You know, it's definitely a a conversation now. It definitely is, and it's definitely being played to that. But I think both sides are being played. I don't think it's just one side. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's just easy to wind up anti-vaxxers like so easy. Do you know what I mean? And then the, then it just makes them double down on like. Oh, but the thing is, yeah. every, not everybody who hasn't had the vaccine is an anti-vaxxer. And that's the thing that's so like, annoying. Not yeah. just because, no, just because you don't have the jab doesn't mean that you're anti-vaccine. But like, what I'm saying is that the conversation now, you're, you're literally being, it's black and white now. That's, time. that's yeah. where the conversation yeah. is being pushed to. It's yes, either definitely. you are or you're not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to pick a side. That's basically, yeah, what's happening. Yeah. Let's get the comments. Okay. Auntie Farah, come back. Hey, guys. What's Uh, happening? Chada, you've gone off. Sorry, I went on you. Sorry, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Um, my internet. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rowena says, um, but how did no one in the protest group know BBC H- the BBC HQ address? Um, Natalie says, um, haha, these anti-vaxxers can do research to try and prove the vaccine is a load of rubbish, but you can't research the right BBC location. Um, Rowena says, it seems like a setup is, um, it's too ridiculous. Uh, Red Border says, the protesters were up the protests are the only one travelling into London. The protesters are the only ones travelling into London. Sadiq Khan welcomes them getting back to work. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. Ronald says Cosmo has resigned. I'm thinking... Cuomo, Cuomo, Cuomo. Cuomo. Sorry, Cuomo. Um, no way! The host, the host guy. No, yeah, he's the Oh, okay, the brother. The brother. Yeah. Yeah, it was too much. It's too much. It's too damning. It's too damning. Um, okay, anyway, yes, thank you for that breaking news, Ronald. Um, <laughs> Rowena says um, she tried, she, she's the lead host talking about Charlene White. 
her program was interrupted and she made um, light of, of, of it, if anything. Um, Red Border says, I think there is a lot of merit to what Auntie Nana is saying. And uh, Nicola is saying to Auntie Farah, did you uh, suggest in the word pariah? Instead of like a leper. Yeah. Yes. That's the word. It's yes. Stand this up. Yes. <laughs> but I also I'll add pariah terrorists because it is they do. <laughs> if you don't get it, it's like you're trying to kill everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. That, that's why I think terrorists. On purpose, yeah. On purpose. <laughs> like you're purposely trying to eradicate humanity. I think the people that have got it should be uh, awarded money or something for helping. Well, that's what that's what they're really that that would agree. <laughs> helping, but then you, anyway, we be here all day going back and forth. Yeah, no, what I don't. Actually, what are you actually helping? What are, you, what are you actually doing? No, Give them money, man. More people need to get it so that everybody else can just be left the fuck alone. Yes, like, I think, I think, I think get that to that 70, 70 million or whatever it is, man. Crazy. Recently, I read a report and I was like, this is not true because there's one report that says 88% of the British public have now had their vaccine, right? And then there's another report that says that um, under 18s are like, there's only about 30% of them that have had their vaccine. So, what kind of maths is that? Listen. <laughs> the maths. But do you think they know how many people are in the country? They don't know. No. <laughs> what I'm saying, not a stat, not a fact, not a stat, not a fact. Like obviously you cannot dismiss kind of core key information. There's some basics to like we know what it is, but this back and forth is nuts. Literally, in when I was in, again, obviously in the funk of it all, I was read trying to like look and see like in regards to getting healthy. One side is like, yeah, you got the antibody, so you're good. Other side was like, well, if you've had it, now you're susceptible to getting it worse and worse again. So it's just like, <laughs> and it's like not from, and they're from two similar reputable sources. It's not even like I'm like, okay, this is the funny paper, so why would you believe the funny papers? And this is like fucking Scientific Weekly, so why you'd have to? It's like from two equally reputable sources, and there's reports and stats on the same thing with different <laughs> answers from the same platform. The same platform will report two fucking answers to this, so like diff, ah. It's the that, that's that's like with everything. I remember no, that, that is with everything. It is. It is. That's when they done like this study of like how all the different things that could cause cancer, and the list was fucking endless. Do you know everything? What I mean? everything. This is the state of our news. This is our media. This is what they do. It's just it's always been misinformation. Nothing is always. like serious. And this is the highest epitome level of like make your own decisions and be sensible, but make your because you just cannot. Anyway, Auntie Sade, what have you heard? Yes, so, okay, right. So according to Forbes, Bad Girl Riri, a.k.a. Rihanna, a.k.a. The Baddest, is the newest member of the Black Billionaires Club. She is now estimated to be worth a whopping $1.7 billion, um, making her the wealthiest female musician and the second wealthiest female entertainer, second to only Oprah. Um, and basically, this is a bit of the math part. The majority of her amassed wealth comes from her 50% stake in Fenty Beauty, which equates to about $1.4 billion. $270 million comes from her share of Savage um, times uh, Fenty Laundry Company, and the rest is from music and acting, just like a note to aspiring actors and, and, and musicians. Yeah, just look at, look at that. Look at those numbers. <laughs> look at them. You need more than that. Um, she joins Kanye, uh, Jay-Z and others in a very, very exclusive group of people 
But what does that mean to us regular folk? What does this do for, if anything, for black empowerment? So this week I read an article in The Guardian and uh, basically highlight, highlighted that many black billionaires, their politics and what they think isn't necessarily in line with the needs of the black community. So, for example, Jay-Z, billionaire, argued, arguably meddled in uh, the NFL's um, conversation about Colin Kaepernick, basically when he was doing the kneeling thing, well, he still is, I guess, kind of thing. That's still happening, right? Yep. Um, basically, Jigar suggested that um, we're past that now. We've had like people like Robert um, Johnson, billionaire, creator of BET, who basically still receives backlash to this day about selling uh, BET to Viacom, which is a white-owned company, and more recent years of his support of Donald Trump. And also Oprah, obviously, she's brilliant at And, uh, well, people come for Oprah all the time about everything and anything, don't they? Do you know what I mean? So don't get me wrong. Personally, I do love money. I really do. I love what it, the access that it brings, the ease that you can have with your life. But obviously, in the world... 70% of the global population, they live in countries where the wealth gap is widening. So with the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer, do we need more billionaires? And do black billionaires help or harm the black community? And my bonus question is if Rihanna was like, hold my drink, I'm going to space like Bezos, are you going? Auntie Nana. <clears throat> Oh, wow. Those were a lot of questions. Um, my thoughts on this. I've been thinking about this from since um, you put it in our group that this was the the story. I read the article, the the article that's a bit haterish, like I found in tone. Like it's really, I feel like the person just has a bee in their bonnet about Rihanna more than billionaires per se. That's the tone I was getting. But then parts of it, I kind of agree with. I don't think the world, black or white or other, needs more billionaires because the energy that goes in from the ground level of people to make a billionaire is absolutely ridiculous. And to, <laughs> the thing is, I don't believe she is. All right, so I really don't think she is a billionaire. I think these are all estimations and it's all false. It's not like she has access to a billion pounds sitting somewhere for her. It's assessments on her businesses and what they're worth. And people would do that with Woolworths and Jessup's and look where they are. It's just so there's that side of it. But real billionaires like Bezos, that to me is kind of sickening when you think of how much they have amassed and how little other people have. And you could absolutely change that, even if it was for one country, just by doing a really, really, truly generous deed and a humanitarian deed, you could change how things go. And you should be doing that just for your workers alone. So I don't, I don't agree with billionaires per se, but I'm happy for Rihanna in whatever endeavours she does, because I really do... I like her. There's something about her that I'm just like, I would like to be her friend. So uh, I'm not going to space with her. I don't have a reason why I just don't want to go with her. I want to go to space, but I don't want to go with Rihanna. Yeah. I'll think okay. on it more and I'll have a reason why. But for the moment, that's it. Auntie Tara. Um, okay. So, 
I am happy that she's a billionaire because um, she's worked hard to get where she's going. People have been questioning her the whole time. Why don't you make music? This is why, because my focus is on this, not just music. It's about having different strings to your bone. Is that right? Um, So I'm, I'm quite happy that she's got to this level. What I do, I mean, I like quite a few things about Ariana. You know, when she came out, she was put in this little box and she's, broken out of that box to the point where the box is obliterated, annihilated. There is no box, it's dust. That's all that's around her. So I like the fact that she takes on different things and she, she um, you know, she excels in them. Uh, mm. She does her research and she she makes sure that she puts her heart and her soul behind it. Yes, she owns 50% of Fenty, but she still co-signs everything. You know, she's, she's in there, she's doing it. Savage, same thing. Like, she's in there, she's doing it. This perfume she's just brought out. She's in there, she's doing it. She's not just like a, a, a face for a brand that she doesn't connect with or care about. Um, what I would like to see from Rihanna is more input into the Caribbean um, because she does a lot of charity events. Like she's got her diamond ball that she's, I can't remember if the, the charity is in the name of her grandparents. She does that. And I'm sure she does lots of other things that we don't know about, but I would like to see her selling more Fenty directly to, you know, distributing it in the Caribbean. I would like to see that because at the moment you have to buy it online from America and get it shipped over and all of that. Or, you know, there's not a lot of, you, you can't go to many stores directly I don't know about Jamaica and Barbados because obviously those are the bigger um, places, but I, I know certainly you can't just rock up to a shop in Grenada and buy Fenty or Savage. And I would like to see her doing more of that in the places where she's come from. Um, in terms of black other black billionaires and their train of thought, I think it's what we always say um, that just because you're famous doesn't necessarily mean that what you say is gospel and people need to take that on board. But I do believe that billionaires should most definitely be forced to give back a large percentage of their money. And they should also be forced to make sure that their workers are getting above average pay. Because if you're a billionaire, you can afford to pay more than the minimum wage to your staff. It's actually quite disgusting that you continue this, even though your business has gone a certain way. Like Jeff Bezos, when he went to the fucking when he went to the, into the atmosphere and he came back down, he was like, oh, I want to thank everyone that works for me. But there's people working bastard hours for peanuts. So you need to look into that, Jeff Bezos. But, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, I, you guys kind of pretty much summed it up. I feel, yeah, go, go Rihanna, as a black woman in the industry, who's, yeah, as far as I said, broke the box that she was put in and became her own woman. Um, I, I always say this, I'm not... Um, this is I like Rihanna. I'm a I'm a fan. I'm I, I'm really inspired and like her. But I'm not because I think I've been in a lot of the debates against Rihanna versus Beyonce, um, and people really pit Rihanna as the better one versus Beyonce. And I'm not even a super Beyonce fan in that way. Even I'm a fan of both. I'm a fan of them both. But so I, sometimes I'm a little bit like Rihanna's just Rihanna. Like I think she's she her her persona has also been curated as well as Beyonce's. But the difference with Beyonce, she's had a different upbringing, so hers is more Michael Jackson than and Rihanna's is more freedom and I'm my own person. But trust me, they both had their business their personas curated as well. So just a little bit of that. So I have a little bit of pushback on the Rihanna fandom. 
but that's irrelevant to the fact of what she's done and kudos to her achievement. Fenty's bad, 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 bad. My makeup is Fenty, a lot of Fenty. Um, and I think she's done amazingly. Black billionaires in general, yeah, I think as you've all said, they must give I I think billionaires in general give back. Black billionaires, unfortunately, that's the that's the lot you've got to bear. You need to know, sort your people out. You need to. You I don't see how you can sit there and be comfortable <clears throat> and be in the circles and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a billionaire. I can't. So when I saw the news, I was like, yeah, cool. But what's she doing? And it's not, I'm not going to be out there tweeting and cussing her because it's not my business. I don't know what she does and what she doesn't do. But I definitely agree back home because, especially because she is someone who is so, her culture and being Caribbean is so entrenched in who she is. I really do also hope and wish that she does do enough back home to set certain things right in the past, in, in, in her home, in her home countries. Um, <clears throat> there was an article by Bertrand Cooper um, he's a black author. It's in the current some platform called Current Affairs, and it's really interesting. To I would try not to over like I'll try and summarize it. It basically looks at the fact that people who create black culture that we look up to, that we admire, that are dictating what black culture is, most of them are middle class black people, and uh, it's it's taken us a little bit off kilter, but it's just the fact that who's dictating our culture now are like rich people. Re- possibly Republicans, and then when you're talking about the politics don't necessarily align with the politics of us who are from the working class and even us who are kind of like, are we working class, are we middle class? Even us who are in the industry, in the media, we are ones creating culture and the people that, and then the people that are creating culture who are middle class are creating culture that's working class or representing or presenting themselves as working class. So it's a very interesting dynamic and especially being black because authenticity, authenticity of being black is usually steeped in poverty, struggle and hardship, and then you make it. It's the struggle journey that people hold on to, especially as black people. It's like, you're not black unless you you know, you're working class or single mother, or I had it hard, or I had this, that and stuff going on. That's the narrative where, where, then, where it's struggling, like to prove that you're black, to be authentically black. If you're educated, speak well, you're just as being white or liking white things. So it's just a very interesting dynamic when we think about the politics of rich people, rich black people specifically, which um, it's just I'll put the article up on the thing. So it's another dynamic that we can discuss another time. Um, Going to space with Rihanna. If her shit's correct. Yeah, I'll go. Because if in other words, if her spaceship is a Fenty, fantastic spaceship (laughs) and it's all her stuff and safety checks are in check. I'm I'm gonna go if I get a chance to go. Why the hell am I not gonna go? Because Rihanna's spaceship into the space will be fun. So yeah, I'll go. Yeah, actually, I don't that. I'm going. What she's paying is her ship. Things are gone. Like, can I have the package that you get as the gift package as well? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. The goodie bag. I'm I'm going. Because the thing is, she's a black woman. So I reckon that she'll let a few other people go first. So I'm going. I'm getting on there with her. And let, and let me, rum, 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 rum. That's what my I'm only saying. little difference, sorry, before I come back to you, Charlotte, the little difference difference is, is that I want to be invited. I'm not in that billionaire space to be paying for my spaceship ticket. So I want to be on that guest list. If I get an email, no, no, Auntie, no, shut up. If you get an email, you love Yaya, founder of the, you have invited to Rihanna's spaceship party. Um, we're going, mate. If you don't go, I'll kick you. Anyway, Auntie Shade. <laughs> well, I'm definitely going. I'll start there for sure. I'm 100% going. I think it will be lit. It will be the littest spaceship rides in all spaceship rides. Like, <laughs> serious. Like, I think it will be sick. 
But no, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. I'm, I'm like totally split on terms of like whether they do more harm or, or good because I think I think that there is um, a lot to be said for the the inspirational aspirational aspect of it kind of thing. Like just having someone to look up to, to emulate, to um, show that it you know it can be done. Do you know what I mean? I think that is very very powerful stuff. Um, and um, you know she's 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 on her ear. Our, our era, do you know what I mean? Like she was young when we were young, kind of thing. And she's, you know, um, she's made it happen in her lifetime, um, you know. And it's, I, I think it's truly amazing in that sense. However, I am very, very aware that we're in a capitalist society. You know, I run several businesses, um, so I'm very aware that I'm making the most out of a broken and, you know, kind of very troubling at times system. Do you know what I mean? Um, so like why, while I do understand those things, um, it's like, you know, that constant conflict really, do you know what I mean? With my capitalist spirit, like, do you know what I mean? I always want to essentially win. Um, and that ultimately, you know, you know, making it rich, ultimately is as has been drummed into my head from like such a young age is that that's winning and not just from family from everything that you see as well kind of thing so and all the music I listen to as well so um yeah but why I am inspired I just I do think that now they're in a different space like she's in a different space it's just the same thing I had the same process that I had with Jay-Z because I really love Jay-Z as well but like like you you you're not thinking like you're not thinking like us anymore do you know what i mean your your shift has changed so you want the status quo to stay the status quo because you, mm. you benefit from it at the end of the day do you know what i mean and if you're a billionaire someone's getting exploited somewhere might not be mm. in your country but there's definitely someone's getting exploited somewhere and that's just that's just the way it goes so i think that i do like and i haven't really found um and maybe this is just my my lack of uh, research at the moment but like i like people like um gary v who kind of teaches more kind of you know like ethical business and that sort of thing and and taking care of people and making sure you're trying to work in a a particular sort of way so you're building good healthy businesses that benefit all um he's probably like my go-to example of that um, but like I, 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 I try and move in in those kinds of way and be more thoughtful about what I'm doing and the impact of what I'm doing and the legacy of it as well, kind of thing. So, like I said, I'm I'm like torn, split down the middle, really and truly. Like, lover, but at the same time, I, you know, we don't really need more billionaires. But like, it's interesting that this conversation has started to rise off the back of Rihanna. Like, I didn't hear this from Jay-Z. I don't hear this from Bezos. I don't hear, do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So um, it's always when a black woman wins. <laughs> and everyone's like, do we need this? <laughs> but that's, yeah. But no, I, that's true. That's true. It's like when they came for June Tarpong recently talking about her mm -hmm. money bank. And it's like, yeah. we can discuss in the intricacies, but how many white mid white men in this country are making unnecessary bank and literally unnecessary bank they got a hundred the uh, uh, boris johnson yeah why is he getting a wage why is he getting paid <laughs> <laughs> i want to talk about auntie june shut up but it's, it's, even, <laughs> it's not even the same like if you just think of the presenters in the bbc are generally on about a million and she was, her wage is like 200,000 or odd. 
it's it's not in comparison. And actually, she's a head of a department. Actually, we don't know what her job entails say that. Her compared job. to a presenter. And he's on four times as much and nobody bats an eye. And that's one. There's loads of them. And it's like, there's one of her. Um, who was the other one recently? Angela Bassett. Like, back to June Sarpong, just quickly. If you look at, and, and you can go out there and you can find it because it's the BBC. You can look at what the heads of department yes. She's not alone. So shut up. Do you know what I mean? But it's like she's alone in her blackness. Yes. Absolutely. And even That's talking about um, Angela Bassett and her now being like one of the highest paid black women. Yeah. Like her pay still isn't, it, it's like 10 years behind. Well, when was Friends even on? She's still yeah. not even getting as much as them. And that yeah, was right. decades ago. It finished right. 10 years ago. They and this is it. And it's like, you're still not getting what they were getting. And what about inflation, time changing? And you're heralding this like this is some great feat. And it's like, no, it isn't. It's like, this isn't this isn't skyrocketing. But why are you talking about this woman's money? And nobody else's pay gets discussed. But as soon as a black person is in a position where they're making a little bit, it becomes news. It's actually, yeah, it pisses me off. I'm like, it's not OK. Although I'm still not okay with the billionaire thing, but still, <laughs> yeah. don't chat about what Rihanna's getting because there's the Mr. Man next door who's a dentist who's building up his things or insurance businesses and they're billionaires and we don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All that. Any comments? Okay, so Rowena says that part. Why, when it's the black women, um, why shouldn't June get the bag? I think it was because she works part-time. Red Border says Kylie Jenner was celebrated for being the youngest billionaire based on no talent. Black women with um, talent um, get scrutinised to the ninth degree. In- inequality in action right there. That's very true. I mean, that. And R- uh, Rowena says, my thoughts on Rihanna, secure the bag and more, sis. That was it, basically. When it comes to that side of things, mm-hmm. absolutely fuck everybody talking about people's money like that. Um. Okay, Auntie AK, what have I heard? Well, mine's a bit, um, I don't know what it is, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> the UN is about to drop the biggest ever report since 2013 about the effects of climate change. The study is by the IPCC, which is the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. This is a UN group who looked at 14,000, 14, thousand scientific papers about the state of the world when it comes to the climate and they said it's peak for us right now but they they say it's going to be bad news but there'll be nuggets of optimism this report is going to land before the upcoming cop 22 summit which is, is the um basically um the conference of something something climate report climate change whatever run by the un and it's where criti- the leaders of all the countries come together and talk about climate change and what they're going to do so some of the actions of cop 26 is secure global net zero by mid-century and keep 1.5 degrees within reach so baby countries are being asked to come forward with ambitious 2030 emissions reductions targets that align with reaching net zero by the middle of the century. Um, two, they want to adapt to protect communities and natural habitats. The climate is already changing and it will continue to change even as we reduce emissions with devastating effects. At COP26, they want to work together to enable and encourage countries affected by climate change to protect and restore, build defences and warning systems and avoid loss of homes. Number three, they want to mobilise finance. <clears throat> To deliver on first two goals, they need develop, developed companies must, sorry, developed countries must make good on their promise to mobilize at least 100 billion in climate finance per year 
by 2020. Well, obviously, we've gone past that. Um, and international financial institutions must play their part. And number four, we need to work together to deliver. We can only come together by working together. So um, that's, I don't know, climate change is on its way. The world is going to end. We're all going to burn. There are there are more floods, more volcanoes, more eruptions, more um, world disasters, natural disasters that are happening. That is undeniable. But what are we going to do? How do you not feel about it? Um, and um, are you prepared for <laughs> pending Armageddon? Not, not even Armageddon, it's just the world ending, to be honest. Auntie Farah. Um, what are they going to do about the fishing nets? Bruv. Charge us 10p for shopping bags! <laughs> or a pound, even. Yeah, because, okay, I understand all of this and how can you be prepared but what can you do about it you can do the little things that you can do in your home but after watching seaspiracy that it makes me feel like the things that i'm doing at home equate to nothing it you know it, it's not having a fucking plastic straw when the actual leaders of the world who are making billions aren't doing what they're supposed to do it's them that need to fucking fix up if they fix up then the little things that we're doing will obviously contribute to do, towards that. But they still got, they're still raking it in from fucking fishing nets, um, people fishing and shit like that. And the sea is what we got to look at. If you watch that documentary, you know, you've got, you, the sea is what you got to look at. And they're just fucking around with it. So I'd be interested to see in this report about what they're going to do about climate change, if that's even on there and how they're going to, you know, how they're going to, um, stop these people from fucking about yeah because i'm on there the report the report the report is a climate change report they've basically done analysis and, and yeah go on are they saying that these are the steps that we need to do yeah are that's what it's going to be nets? so are they, they say not, not that i'm defending it but i'm just saying that's the intention the report's going to report on the facts that they found and these are the things that we need to do to stop okay. it if it's well, if it if, obviously if, if, if it's like Yes, we now need to charge thirty pounds for a for a bag to stop. We know they're bullshitting, but oh, they're probably not going to be that. Only real implemented steps steps to be implemented. Whether or not the people then will take on it, that's another thing. Because we've been doing this conversation for how long, Auntie Shada? Sorry, <laughs> I was on a different tab. Um What 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 do I think about it? Basically, <laughs> I think it's I think they're going to do a whole heap of nothing. They're going to pull this together and they'll do absolutely nothing. In terms of like the world coming to the end and stuff, I think like every generation, every since the beginning of time, thought the world was coming to an end, and we're still here. So I doubt it in our lifetime or this cycle of existence that we're in at the moment. Um, I yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm all for you know saving the earth and all that kind of stuff. I really am. I say that there's still so much more I can do. But, like, the sentiment is there for sure. Um, but, like, the, you know, it has to be, like, a global... It has to be a global effort. Like, the worst polluters are the US, Russia, China. They're the worst polluters in the world. Do you know what I mean? If they don't do stuff, it's not going to make a difference. It's just not going to make a difference at all. So it should, there's no point, like, penalizing smaller countries, whatever kind of thing, doing the mm. bare minimum, it's not going to make, it's just not going to make so much of a difference. And then we're also just like, it's not just straws that like, 
that that again it's just like you're just lying to us it's just everything like do you know what I mean and it's just like it's such a stupid it's just it's just so just illogical I just can't believe it like I was thinking about this the other day yeah my road there's like electric cars bro what where's electricity come from bro do you know what I mean what the fuck what the fuck are you doing you can't it's like swapping fat for sugar like they're both bad (laughs) they're both bad until they kind of come like and this is going to be the next gaslighting this is going to be the next kind of like round of like do you know what I mean like fake news and all this kind of stuff this is what it's going to be so I think like it's interesting this has come up because I feel like COVID is going to, the story is going to die. This is going to be the next big thing, basically. Like, I, I, I'm just not, yeah, I just can't take it on. It's just, no. If we're going to die, we're going to die. Like, I watch so much dystopia um, <laughs> programs anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's going to be survival of the fittest no matter which way you look at it. So make sure you've got your ready-to-go bag packed. <laughs> and then you should, we'll see how you get do it. Do you know what I mean? There's Auntie Nana. I um I don't care if the I I I don't care that this cycle will come to an end because really what are we fighting for for humans are we that great to actually like really warrant staying on this planet maybe another species are going to come along and they're actually just going to be better than us so I I'm not doing anything to try and survive I don't have an underground bunker not going to have one and if the zombies came, I'd be one of the first to be like, let's just go. I'm not going to go through that whole thing of trying to survive. When I watch those things, I'm always like, why are you fighting? Like, where are you fighting to go to? Because there's just more zombies. Like, you may as well join them. I, I don't I don't get that. So I'm not going to fight for humans. Like, I, I don't get it. Um, why are they having conferences and reports on how to save the earth? continuously every year from since I was a child they have had these get-togethers and nothing has changed like this to me just sounds like a jolly like everybody's at it like you just all get to meet up the world leaders get to chat they get to gun Trump it's just a big jolly in a nice place and you get to flex some muscles nothing changes at least when Trump was there he was he was honest and said I'm not doing anything I, 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 I withdraw like, I don't believe in it. And I think all of them don't care that this species may go and another one will come along because they really know they're chatting to the aliens. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I think I've got more pressing things like that are in my face to worry about than out there what they try and get you to worry about. Yeah, I'm inclined to feel... No, I, no, 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 wait. I, I'm watching War, War of the Worlds at the moment. Um and that's good. And but it is as when I'm watching these people trying to survive, I'm like, what would I do? Like, when, when would I give up or would I? Because I, in my mind, I'm literally going to make it to the end. But it is that I never really think about where is the end and what is the end? Because the end, is it just oh, we're in an army camp now? We've got to rebuild the whole damn world from scratch. With these people where on that journey, you meet everybody that you don't want to know in society anyway you're going to get the man that thinks he can run things and he's going to try you're going to get the crazy person that turns everything into a cult you're going to meet the same people along the way and then you're going to end up with them in this army camp so it's just going to be continuous i don't know when you might be the leader (laughs) yeah you might be the leader but then it's always a pack of mad people out of a pack of mad people your vision your your utopia (laughs) 
yeah, I mean, there's that. You can sit in your bubble of Utopia and just be like, I hope for the damn best that everybody that's got it onto the army base that you've created, that they're all normal. And then you just don't have to always be like, okay, that one's gone nuts, shoot them. It just becomes all of, the, <laughs> all of that. Oh my God, God he's coming around and you've got to kill him. What, you start off like a good person. And in the end, I turn into this mad murderer because I've had to do so much to get to the other side. So I get, I actually hadn't thought of it like that, Nana, but I don't see myself literally give, I don't know. Let me not even talk about that. Anyway, this one, I'm, I'm, it's the same thing. Like, what, don't put it, my thing is don't put it on us and don't put it on Africa and the Caribbean. It's got nothing to do with, just take away, all blame and residuals on us. Fuck off. You, China, Russia, and America, sort your shit out. And England, because obviously England's the puppet master. All of you lot, sort your shit out. Because you know, as with the billionaires, you can go ping, and the world is better. And obviously with climate change, because we set so much in motion, it's going to take a while to so dial it all back. But you lot could. You choose not to because you just want to be super billionaires. And the reason why you lot don't give a fuck about us on the ground is because you do have your bunkers. You do have your escape plan. But you're also going to go through the same shit because every single dystopian film and series shows how the president is stressed, maybe makes it out, but there's nothing to govern and a bunch <laughs> of mad people. And we're back to where we are. You've got to be shooting people. and da -da 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 -da. It's not going to work. I don't understand why the rich elite... Like, why do you want to? Why do you want the world to be fucked? What is your point? What is your point? Maybe they're done with it. Maybe because they know they're going to go. But like every, see, even when you go to space, you have the same problem. So it's like yeah. it's but, not. It, you never ever. It, so far, there's not a film, and I know it's film, and I know it's because it's death. That's yeah. our storytellers. There's not one film where. You get to Mars, it's all good. Because you get to Mars, then there's fucking wars, rebels, and things. You still have the lower people that have to pay for air. And well, have to... this Go is on. the thing. So, like, if you watch Rick and Morty, so there's an episode. I can't. Sorry, wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, a COVID, I'm a COVID survivor. I don't know why I've come back to more Rick and Morty. I'm just saying, okay, right. There's an episode, basically, they go to a purge planet where it's basically themed on the purge, right? And at the end, so they kill, they basically, by a group of elitists that put the thing in motion, and they kill everyone. They end up killing everyone. But then the people amongst themselves then try and bring a new order. They end up just developing the purge again. Do you know what I mean? Like, by the end of it. So it's just like, it's just a cycle. And I think maybe that's the key to this human existence that we're actually just deeply self-destructive and that's what yeah. we do like we build up our societies and civilizations to a certain point and then we self-destruct and then start again and that's maybe we're just going from planet to planet and that's what we're doing and maybe we're the virus maybe we're i think we are virus. you guys ever watched wayward pines like that was I on started to, then i Got really I feel like I watched it. It sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah. Was, was, the kid. was in it, and uh, oh, Jennifer something. Oh, the, the, the one that's in, in that snow thing that you watched, the, the train thing. The snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. snowpiercer! I haven't finished. Anyway, 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 Matt Dillon was in it, but yeah. but Wayward Pines was about it was coming to it, we were at now, and they could see that the world was going to end, and there was this crazy scientist, and he created this um this like, town basically. Yeah. Yeah, he he created this town. And at the end of it, what happened was, is exactly what you said, Auntie Sade. They found out that he'd actually done this a few times and it hadn't worked. So he murked everybody and then would start again. It's <laughs> like, um, what's it called? Westworld? Yeah, well, no, because Westworld, no. 
It's a bit different to Westworld. No. No, no, I was saying the, the mindset. No, the, the, the mindset of the guy that created Westworld was yeah. to try and create yes. a new way of living. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I suppose so. But don't you think Earth is a bit like that? I feel like it's assimilation. Like, it's yeah. just, they're trying to get it right. Something goes wrong. Starts again. Try and get it right. Something goes wrong. So, yeah. yeah. I watched The Matrix again. I watched oh, the same Matrix, isn't it? Yeah. The other day. That's the same thing, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? They're, they're telling us. They told us so many times. I, I, I think so. That's why we don't fight. We're in The Matrix. Like, recently, I've been feeling like I took a pill and I didn't realise yeah, maybe. No, I hope. So, yeah. Would you take the pill though? I don't know. I don't want to know. But well, you want to like, stay in the dream, the dream, not the reality. Well, if if this is the dream, wouldn't you want to stay here? Well, well, that that I'm in the dream. You have to be. Say that again. I feel like I took the pill, but I'm still. You know, like when they go back and into oh, okay. the matrix. But they're woke. But they've gone back to do whatever they do. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. But I'm not able to do anything. That's why I said I feel like I took the pill and I don't know. Like shit's happening and it's happening around. I me. wouldn't. I would like to. I'd like to. I think curiosity would get the better of me. I want to know, but then I'd be fucked. Cause I like, fuck now. I know. But um, and then I want to go back to not knowing. But not knowing and because where we are now, I know enough to know this is fucked. And if I took an extra pill to make me know the real deal and yeah. I see behind the curtain, see the freaking aliens. Batteries. And like I said, that battery thing, nah, yeah. man. And you can't and you can't do anything about it. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the pill. I, I would totally yeah. take the that's pill. That's the thing I would take it. Is, but isn't that contradictory, though? Because unless you're trying to survive, no? Do you know no, but I'm not going to fight. You're not going to fight? So, <laughs> then why take the pill? <laughs> like when the car's coming, I always freeze. Because I'm always a bit like, oh, fuck it. I'm, I don't have the flight. It's a bit like, oh, shit, it's going to hit you. It's, that's my... So if the zombies were coming, I really... I, I would run a bit, but after a while, like, you know, like, your fifth night of camping out and not eating and having to eat a rat or something. I'm just like, oh, fun, this is long. In the Matrix, if you take the pill, you're out and people are coming for you. Yeah. yeah. And if you're saying you're not going to fight, you're, you have to, in the Matrix, you have to fight to survive. Yeah. No, but uh, she's saying she's stand no, there. She's saying yeah, she's I, I just want to see it and be like, oh, I knew it was this. And then not. Why take the pill? She's taking the pill to, to be find out. See? Yeah. I get, I get her logic, but my point is, I probably would fight. I think there's, but also human instinct is to defend yourself. And if you've got people, uh, if I was, what's his name, Morticus, I, I would, I, that would be a waste of pill. I'm not Morpheus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll probably bypass me and be like, I know your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, and then you're not going to be a help, and I'll be like, it's true. <laughs> no, but I think, my, I think definitely to fight, like defending the people, them in your care would kick in i think human instinct yeah. we do have that in, yeah. in that, that thing that reaction no matter what i don't i just to I lay down i'm not sure that. but yeah i i get that i get the brain going nuts after seeing your ten thousand intestine guts and smelly zombies coming for you all that shit i don't know how long that's the part the nasty bits of, I'm of crazy. Surviving. I'm literally crazy. That is like my worst nightmare. Like I hate zombies so much. <laughs> like that's it's just like that's horror to me. Like actual horror. And could you imagine if that was real? Like I said, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, because I always feel like I could deal with vampires. Like, see, if a vampire was, if we got invaded by, like, taken over by vampires, I'd just be like, bro, bite me. Come on, let me like, let me suck your blood. Let, I, I could turn into a vampire. Like that's cool, isn't it? But you see, like a zombie. I'm not too sure. The thing is, I think is 
once you're a zombie, you don't know you're just there. But because I can, I've seen, I've seen the options. Yes, I'd rather be a vampire than a damn zombie. Just yeah, because, because but that's also because I'm attached to human life, and vampires can have human lives, human lifestyles. They can exist yeah. for longer times. The only thing, the sad thing about vampires is that you look, watch a lot of people die unless you turn them into vampires yeah. with you. But I turn. Uh, all I would want to be a werewolf. I think werewolves are cool. Just yeah, that because then that's like you are a human for a bit, and then only when you have the full moon, yeah. I could deal with them. But then they, uh, maybe, but then it's, it says that it's a painful experience. I was just about to say, so far. Oh, what when you got a change? Yeah, like yeah. Every, everything I've ever seen about werewolves, they don't want to be a werewolf because it's so it hurts. Yeah. Apart yeah, from werewolves, green. <laughs> no, Wolverine's got issues Wolverine's as well. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, Jacob yeah. in Twilight, Team Jacob, did Drake, Jacob in Twilight, did he have pain? I've never watched Twilight in my life. Never. No, Twilight, they made it, they made it come across yeah. like really cool because they didn't go through that whole uh, bone cracking. You never watched Twilight. Even I've watched Twilight. Never. Listen, I was team... never watched it, never will. I'm exposing, I'm exposing my niece. I was so distressed. She actually was team um, freaking, what's his name? Vampire, what's uh, Edward. Team Edward, I was like, are you from my family or not? Team Jacob all the damn way, what's wrong with you? How dare you? But yeah, I love Twilight up until it got dumb and it did get dumb. I mean, um, it was always good. It was dumb. It was dumb from the beginning. It was it dumb was from the dumb. beginning, really. Oh, I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, it was long and he was, he was glistening and glowing. It was so, and Bella. That's why I watch it. Because I want to be one of those werewolves. It's vampire rules, right? And, and they violated the vampire rules, man. I was like, nah, man, I can't watch this. Yeah, no, no, no. Some, no, some vampires can walk in daylight. You can't have daylight. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> it's the way that they did it. Because <laughs> from a young child, I've left it. I, you know, I read all the flipping vampire diaries and watched all the vampire diaries, like, even though that got done in the end. But yeah, yeah I know about that type of shit, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for those who are into vampires, read Salem's Lot and watch Salem's Lot. Fucking scary by Stephen King. I read that when I was like a child. Anyway, let's get the comments. Okay, so Nicholas says, question, does Bezos, Branson and Musk know about this report? When I'm seeing four seasons in one hour, I'm wondering what my 20 pence does for the environment. My rant um, continues. How many people travels to, in to write this report? How many copies of the report are printed? My point is to say what is, re what is really about money. It is. Um, Rowena says, hey, Pat. I don't know who that's to anyone, but Rowena says, hey, hey. <laughs> um, and Nicola goes on to say, "You guys should do a show on films and programs you watch. You lot are funny." <laughs> we actually should. We we do watch a lot as well between all of us. <laughs> yeah, I've got this, but it's just, it's, it is um it's very interesting uh, the situation. But um, yeah. I'm just trying to long it out because we're waiting for her to come back. But anyway, um, oh, can we talk about Love Island quickly then. Oh God. Oh please, come on! We didn't, come on! It's like, it's like, I've even been saving it because Ben on, on, wanted to on. send Auntie yeah, Sarah. You know like, oh my God, are you watching? Get <laughs> Love Island out the way because I know I definitely have not watched it. I do know what's going on though. But go on. See, you know what's going on. Go on, Auntie All right, all right. So the first thing because we missed out of Toby and his sagas, but yeah. before we get into Toby, it's the new guy Aaron and his fade. That everybody is taking the piss out of on Twitter at the moment because he's he should have a fade, but for some reason he's just got hair 
it ends and then it's shaved around the sides. It is the it's mortifying for a black boy. Pause, 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 pause. Is he a black boy, black boy, or is he he's, does he he's mixed? But he has no hair. hair. No, 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 no. I'm saying is he from the ends or is he not a does he not get how fades should work? No, 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 because there's pictures of him with a proper fade. He knows. Yeah, okay. He knows. He knows. He knows. Maybe because he's in the house, he's doing it himself. And he never No, he's just got in. This is oh, how he walked sure. into the they, house. They have um they have hairstylists as well that come in. Um the one guy that did cut hair, he actually just left. But they do have hairstylists that I think they do hair and makeup or something like touch ups every Saturday or every yeah. Sunday kind of thing. So he should have got that before. Who knows? Maybe he was in quarantine and he wasn't able to. Maybe it was a rush job. Who knows? But, but it's flipping but hilarious. You're gonna be on TV? <laughs> nah, man. Nah. When he comes out, yeah. The no, L Aaron. His name's Aaron. Aaron, yeah. The L that he's gonna take is just gonna be too deep. But at the moment, so yeah, he's come in. We also got like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Faye and Teddy that are in a bit of a, I, I don't know, difficult place at the moment. Everyone went in on Faye because she um, basically done Casa more. And um, she didn't know everything that happened. So Teddy pretended that he didn't do anything. And he actually kind of did. He was chatting to one of the girls. you think that? Yes, because he said, he said to um, Clarice. Clarice. He said to her, like, kind of basically, you kind of need to get away with me because you're naughty kind of thing. And he was booming and ahhing whether he should share a bed with her. But he gave the impression to Faye that he wasn't interested in anyone whatsoever, that he'd done nothing at all. Like he had no, his, 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 uh, his love or whatever it is for her was not questioned at all. Do you know what I mean? So that's why she's mad because she sees a clip on the screen that she had never seen. He'd never told her, never said anything about it before. Do you know what I mean? So she's like, she's feeling embarrassed. Because everybody else, their partners or who they're thingies with, had actually told them what had happened or what, what went on, apart from Jake. Um, but he didn't really do anything. He just instigated a lot of stuff. But anyway, like, so Faye's gone mad. But Faye is so fiery, she's just gone mad and done a rant for what seemed like an hour. But she called... Oh, she, longer. oh is that what the thing was with the girl that was driving and a boy... For an hour. Yeah. Yes. She's literally like, you can back off, you yeah. oh. thing. So she's got she's got nuts and stuff. So everyone's like Faye's a villain now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. my unpopular opinion is that I don't think she's really a villain. <laughs> what I think, I knew this was gonna happen. I knew, but but what I think here, yeah, I think it's just really unfair. Like I think that, that there needs to be a, a conversation about number one how women are allowed to express or what's acceptable for ways women that can express anger. Number two, that if you have a traumatic um, background, not saying that she necessarily does, but if you come from a place of trauma, how are you expected to deal with things in a normal way? Where is the space for people who have, or who are not necessarily the norm, do you know what I mean, to be able to express themselves? And where is the care and love for them? Because Teddy's been made out to be like, he's some sort of saint when he technically lied to her. And if she is a person, I'm not saying she absolutely is, but if she is a person who has come from a traumatic place, it seems like it because of the way she's reacting and she actually 
she overreacted kind of thing, mm. then he's gaslighting her. So him gaslighting her is going to make her get even more angry because she knows the truth. And the truth is, he didn't tell her the truth. Do you know what I mean? So he's just throwing more fuel on the fl- fl- um, flame, um, ah, petrol on the fire. Yeah. And she's made out to be the villain because she's being angry. I, 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 I absolutely disagree. With you. All right. So for how I watched it, yeah, he's had a little flirty conversation with a girl in there, he which went her nowhere. Up. No, he kissed her, kissed her twice. In the dare, but not outside of that de- not he outside said, of the first day in meeting he's her. To her. Why is he kissing anyone in the game? Why is he kissing on all the right, all right. Why didn't she accepted that? She accepted that they kissed. It's the conversation that she witnessed. She was like, You didn't tell me about this. That conversation, how I watched it in first watching it, was like, she's come over, Clarissa is trying to see, maybe there's something with Teddy, maybe there's something with Tyler, I don't know which one, and Teddy shut it down. He didn't go any further with it. Her reaction, whether she's traumatised or not, if I was him, I would I would not appreciate somebody swearing in my face repeatedly and not allowing me to talk. So if you can't control your temper and you know I have a temper, there are things that I can't accept. Infidelity, Love Island isn't the place for you because people are going to do some shit that's going to trigger you. But as the person who has these traumas, you should protect yourself and you shouldn't inflict your anger on other people. It's not for him to not trigger you. Because if it was a man, we wouldn't be having that conversation. If he was shouting at her, like how she shouted at him, he would have been removed straight away. And I hear that. However, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it doesn't make him a better person because he didn't shout at her. And this is what, this is, do you know what I mean? Like, just because he didn't react doesn't mean he didn't lie. He's still done wrong. Yeah, but he he is the victim of her shouting. And And it's just like, at the end of the day, how is she supposed to, like, I just wonder, like, where, where is her care? How is she supposed to know that how she's supposed to handle it, how she's supposed to behave? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, kind of thing. If if what she's dealing with is uncontrollable from her perspective. Like, I, I just don't. I diary room. Unfair. Say it again. I think she should have been pulled into the diary room. I feel, I feel that producers had had a had a duty of care to both of them in that situation yeah. and she should have been removed because she's lost her temper yeah. and that to me is like you, you don't know what his trigger points are as well he could have just been like i'm being humiliated in front of a house of people that strangers or this is going to make it onto tv and he could have snapped i actually think it was for what love island has been through where people have like committed suicide what that what they put out there is no duty of care to her because she was getting ripped no, into no, no, the know, know, and it's like you don't care how she's gonna deal with this when she's reading how people are like gunning her lips and and that she don't deserve him and then you don't know how she's gonna react to that. So it definitely was a, a, a murky scene, entertaining but murky. Yeah, it was. It was kind of uh, what's it called? It was kind of awful. It was horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, and like, I think she's, I think, I think she's just really hurt. And then also as well, the other thing is not to say that they have to. I'm not saying that, but it was interesting 
how nobody said anything to Faye about mm. her behavior until three days later. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like they let her like erupt, basically. They don't know her, I guess, to, not properly anyway. But I just thought it was just very, very interesting that no one did anything. And then also as well, the other thing is in like, oh, I don't know, it's probably too long to get into. But in terms of like Kaz, maybe we'll talk about that the other day, that when Kaz was treated the way she was treated, there was no care for her at all. Yeah, Kaz is just a different type of person where she didn't say anything, but she still didn't get any care. And she was in her right to be also upset by the situation. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Just shout for an hour and then stop, or did someone pull her away? No, nah, she got tired. I think she, she got tired. tired. Well, this and the thing is, the other thing is, it's just like how it's edited as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you just don't, you just don't know what you know the full extent. You actually don't know whether anyone responded. You don't know if Teddy responded. You don't know yeah. what because he called he called her a twat at one time as well. No one no one's bringing that up. That's fair. Huh? Know, she, she told him <laughs> to fuck off repeatedly. But what I'm saying is there's that that is also bad. That's not being talked about. There's a, a saying and she is seen as the villain. That's out of order also. Do you know what I mean? If that's someone that you care about because she's shouting at you, you have to then call her a twat. Like come on, that's mad. But anyway, <laughs> let's get the comments. Okay, so <laughs> Nicholas says, I don't watch Love Island, but does he have alopecia? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> it's just a really right. fave, fade. Oh, I just saw the picture. Bro. Yeah. No, his fade is really bad. But it's also here. Yeah. It's not just that it's, it's also... <laughs> You know what? He might have been wearing a hat or something, you know. Imagine he was, like, wearing a hat for ages and then he just had to go in the villa and he wasn't allowed to wear a hat. Imagine, imagine if he's had, like, Yeah, sorry. What he might have plugs. Hair plugs. Yeah. Hair plugs. No, it looks dodgy when they get the hair plugs sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's not do too much with it at first. Yeah. Okay. So, Candy says... Teddy, sorry, has classic God complex vibes about him. Yes, he does, Candice. They choose, um, choose, uh, they choose the Violet girls to save um, and make themselves look like saints. Saint. No, volatile. Volatile. Sorry, no, sorry, my bad. Volatile. The girls that are gonna have that kind of mad personality. And that the thing is, save them. Yeah. If he didn't like it, he could have left. <laughs> he didn't have to get back with her. <laughs> he got back with her. He got back with her after all of that. Okay, no, I can't no, no, he got back. So uh, when when he came back from Casa Moore, she had coupled up and he hadn't. And but he got back with her. He wanted. To, he want. He wants her. He knows what she's like. Guys like the that. First, first week, she called someone a cunt. He knows what she's like. I, I, I wouldn't call um, that a god complex, though. Okay. No, he thinks he, he does, he's got tendencies, man, definitely. In, in his other comments, he had no sympathy for Kaz. Don't like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah, he, think, he thinks very highly of himself. And it's just that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I don't have much breath, so... Aunties know best. Better, better, better. Aunties know best. Better, better, better. Aunties know best. 
you're back. I'm Bizak, Bizak, Bizak in his house. Bizak, because I'm auntie. No, Encore. <laughs> <laughs> I really did think we was going to get a full on encore. I was like, run out of energy. Um, auntie Farrell. <laughs> Come now. I was just watching you thinking she hasn't got the energy for this shit, but you yeah, carry on. <laughs> carry on playing your team. Um, <laughs> I actually don't mind it today because uh, today would have been the second day of Carnival in Grenada, so you can play your thing. It's cool. I don't want to play it now. If Wish Nana had her drum, then it would. Have I, been. This is it. I forgot it. Just for today. Anyway. My dilemma is a little bit of a little off-center type dilemma type thing, right? right? So I was reading today in the news that there was a guy in America who was in a jail cell with a man, a child molester, who had actually uh, molested his sister. So what? they ended up not only in the same jail, but oh. they put them in the same cell. And the molester started to tell the other guy what he had done. So the guy uh, killed him. Okay. So So he only found out this dude molested my sister because of what he was disclosing to him. He started disclosing all the things that he had done. And then along the way, he was like, hold on, that's my sister. He figured figured out that one of the guy's victims was his sister. So basically, wow. this guy killed the molester. Yeah. And he had 25 years added to his sentence. My question or my dilemma is what would you do in that situation? You're in jail anyway. Are you going to murk the person or are you going to just let bygones be bygones and you're both in jail? Do you think that the prison was wrong? Like, what would you do? Was That's- the guy that was in jail, was he on life anyway? No. Oh. All right, Auntie, who's got an answer? I um oh, go on. I would um Yeah, I, I feel I feel like I would do it as well, you know. Just for the divine circumstances of this, that I am in the cell with this man and he starts telling me about his crimes, I would feel some type of calling that I was supposed to deliver him back to the Lord. Like I absolutely would think I was supposed to do it. So I, I'm I'm killing you. There would be no way I could leave that and yeah, I've got to kill you. I've got to and I'll take the 25 years. It's cool. How's your show though? Um it sounds like a setup, can't lie. Um because they 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 you know the people that put you there, they should know your backgrounds or whatever kind of thing, all that kind of stuff. So it sounds like an absolute setup. So maybe they want to get, they wanted to get rid of the guy anyway. Do you know what I mean? So mm. they just gave the right person motivation to do it. Do you know what I mean? And a plausible uh, motive or, and whatever, or desire to do it. Um, boy, I don't know, man. I would like to, I would probably. I don't know. It depends. Like, if I was a fit of rage, yeah, easily kill them. I'm not even thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? It's just done. From when I'm, from when I've known that it's my sister, it's over. Do you know what I mean? But if it was like more calculated, if I was more kind of like, okay, cool, I'm gonna think, probably poison them over time, just watch them die, 
befriend them, think, make them think that I'm helping them and just killing them slowly over time, to be honest? Um, I think there'd be, if, there'd be a lot of appeals, when I'm talking about from the prison's perspective, there'd be a lot of appeals like, why is this guy getting an extra 25 years? So that, that I'd do the, do the, you know, there'd be the whole movie of it all. And then in the end, he gets, he gets out, get, I get released because fuck you for giving me extra 25 years to put in himself. You lot knew. There's no way you didn't know. There's no way on earth you did not know. It's dumb. And, and unless my sister, unless there's like no paperwork about us being, I don't get it because if it's, I don't know, because I'm, I'm going, it'll be in the papers, there'll be surnames, there's all this type of stuff, unless there's any, yeah, man. They didn't have that, so him and his sister, because all the things that you guys yeah, are saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. background basically. So the inmate, um, Goldsby, he thinks he was set up as well, Shade, Auntie Shade. He thinks that he was set up because he said that when he was arrested, he kind of made a mockery of everything. He had people chasing him. And like He basically humiliated the, the law enforcement. So he thinks that he was set up. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the investigators have come back and said that, no, there was no, there was no trace to realise that he was actually related to this person's victims. And it's all done um, scientifically and, you know, all of that kind of shit. And there was no way that they could have known. Um, so, uh, and also what he didn't kill the guy in his room. He waited until they were out, like in the common spaces and like stamped on his head and killed him that way. Uh, so like, well, you thought about what you were doing. We're going to give you 25 minutes. I think it's a, like, personally, personally, I'm killing you in it. Like, I, I, I feel like if I'm in a cell with you and you're divulging, like I kind of real talk, I feel like I'd want to do you something anyway because you're a molester. Yeah. Before yeah. I even know that it's yeah. my family that you've done that to, I feel like I would if if I'd want to go to Auntie Sade route and I'd want to kill you slowly. But the minute I find out that it's actually my family that you've done that to, I'm going in. I'm doing some bad gal, like some Scarface shit. You know, like where they want to slash your 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 um your abdomen abdomen so that your intestines spill out and you have to catch them and you die you die like that like i'm doing some stamping on his head is too medieval. easy yeah no, no i'm not medieval shit that's it i'm going medieval on you because you're describing like the things that you do you're a 70 year old man and you're, disc- oh. and you're describing the things that you do with these little girls no and then also you're getting out soon no no nah. not happening I'm not, um, it's not happening. I'll take the 25 years. I'm here anyway. At least I know that I've avenged my sister. Fuck you. But yeah. Um, I didn't work well, for me. I, because I, of my nature, it's very hard for me to imagine me. I have a temper, but I don't know if I'd kill someone. But I'm in that space, I can feel the rage and I can feel the, I could switch. But if I didn't switch because my rage didn't take me there, no matter what I'm hearing, then I definitely would be a setup to get him got in some type of way. Um, and that's it. I don't know. I, 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 it's very hard for me to imagine because I've always been like, I'm not sure. I don't know how I could kill someone. I'm not sure. But um, but every circumstance and situation is different. Um, but yeah, that's what I just wanted to add. Yeah, and it would depend on how he's talking about it. I think so, because I think there's nuances to because there's always that immediate reaction that <clears throat> you hear something about someone that's dear to you and you're going to black out. You might, but you might not. So when you don't, what is that in that reality space? But if he was being remorseful, like I can't, be, I, like I, I'm a sick man. Like if he was being remorseful, it may not take you to, to that, that space. Place. But if he was like, I had this one girl, and, and he's like really 
seeped so, in, uh, it, like reliving is, it, the delivery. Also, so, the rage is going to be too much. I'm going. I'm going to kill you, my and bad. I may want to do it in front of everybody else as well. well maybe that's why he he did it. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't the guy. Actually, wasn't the um, the seventy year old paedophile. Actually, wasn't going to be released. He got forty three years in in jail and said that um, he probably died in jail anyway. He had was found with child child pornography um, tapes and all types of things about what he did. But what he said to the the, 20, the younger guy was that he was giving him details. And you know, yeah. that's not someone that's remorseful. No, 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 he's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. And the thing is, if he's 70, he's more like he, he's gonna die. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the amount of thought, like, if you're in a fit of rage, he's more likely he's gonna die because he's old. Do you know what I mean? So, I just don't think your intent might not to be to kill him, might just be to hurt him. Do you know what I mean? But just the rage. But then, and also, as well, in, in, in jail, I would imagine that, um, you kind of got to pick a side, isn't it? You can't be a molester, a sympathizer. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because if he finds out, if he knows, if he yeah, knows, then... you know, that's going to spread. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. And you, and then, and then, so, Milo, you get get him, but you could get done in the, if you're not. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Doing it, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? At the same yeah. time, so it's just. And it's, it's like um, you said about the chances, even the um, the guy who killed the molester, he said, you're talking about the same institution, the same unit, the same pod in the same cell as the dude. That's like hitting the jackpot in the yeah. casino seven times. If you hadn't said that he'd made a mockery of the of the, of his arrest and stuff, then I would have been like, there is, and on this earth, there's, there's chances, chances can happen. But because he's made a mockery, there's too much of a setup. It is like, there's too many numbers, the numbers, the math. Think about it. No, 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 but in maths, in math, in life, no, no, no. I, we don't know the answer because I, th- I always say that there's a one, if it happens once, there's a chance it can happen once. It's, I don't believe that it's impossible for that to happen because also if we're talking from Nana's, Auntie Nana's perspective, if it's ordained and if you're spiritual and you believe in them type of things there, then it's the higher powers is like, nah, there's some sort of divine retribution that you get to do this and you have to do this. So there's levels where actually the maths can actually be Coincidentally, because we have day-to-day coincidences that it's like, rah, that's a random thing. That's People meet each other. Coincidences, though. I yeah, it's a lot. But I'm saying that it makes it easier to believe that. I, 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 yeah, for me, I, it makes me not believe it. it yeah, you know, and the setup makes it easy to like, dismiss all I've just said. But I just would say on, on paper, scientifically, there has to be a chance. If it's even if it's one chance, there's a chance that this these stars could definitely align. And it's just a matter I agree with that, but I do think they set him up because the guy, the molester, was doing 43 years anyway. Yeah. So now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now, now so, this 25-year-old is doing 25 years. So The thing is, this... this, this, I, this I, I would take those odds, though. The people that, him, that, the that are, are, are putting this together, they don't care. They don't no. care, do you know what I mean? They don't give a shit. Like, you're just a body. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's just like, if you're going to take the piss out of me, I'll fuck with your whole life. How about that? Yeah, exactly. You know Easy. I mean? Absolutely. We've seen that happen all the time. time. Do you know what I mean? So, Easy. yeah, I just think like, that's probably well, more likely. Well, that's, that's on that then. Have we got comments, please? <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to your uh, triangle solo, Mr. Tang was like, I put down my work laptop for this. My word or die. 
Aquarius says, uh, looking good, ladies. It's been a minute, but I have my Tuesday Eves back now. So happy to see you. Happy to see you. Hello. Um, and then Mr. Tang says, what was his original crime? Um, murder, violence, um, it's a setup. Um, Iona says, definitely finish him, but start a fight so it, it looks like self-defense. Um, he's too, he's too bossy, no remorse at all. Um, Ronald says, was the molester bragging? I think we've uh, established that he was talking about it. Um, Mr. Tang also says, it would be torturous, but I guess the argument is, why didn't he ask to be moved? Then he could have got a life bar to do it. He did. Huh? He did ask to be moved. They set him up badly. And it's the, but, she was the, but the State Department are saying there's no evidence of him asking to be moved. Of course there isn't. Um, you know what I mean? Who, who just needs a movie? <laughs> evidence just goes. Like, there's no, like, come on. Prison, come on. Who, um, needs, an, who needs a Netflix movie? Ronald One said, I would have killed him. I'd, I'd owe it to my sister and the other girls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Okay, moving on to... For the culture, for the culture, I did Mariah levels there. For the culture, you lot should get some singers. Excuse me. Oh, leave me alone. Okay, so we've got a bunch of things going on and going on and going on. Um, obviously, we had Lots versus Dipset. It's kind of moved on, even though I did talk about it at the beginning. And we've got Nick Cannon was on The Breakfast Club. I want to hand over for the culture to Auntie Nana, if you, because you kind of suggested the Nick Cannon thing. And I watched some of it, but I was like, Nick Cannon be canoning. So, as we said in the group. So, <laughs> what was your take on it? Was, it was the first, I think I managed to get 20 minutes in of that interview when he really just you know they start off with the babies and what I found interesting about Nick but for one I feel like Nick Cannon is a wizard how do you have these women all in cooperation with you can sleep with all of us without wearing a condom and we're in this we're going to be with you and then they all have kids and from his standpoint he is saying this is a frequency thing this is a lifestyle choice. They know what they're getting into and everybody is happy with the situation. He also stated that he would like up to 12 children. At the moment, he has seven. And that there's a set of women that they're kind of, he, he made an assertion that women who are, who would be classed as like boss bitches type of thing, like they run their shit, they run their companies, they have a different type of frequency that they manoeuvre in, and they seem to understand this more than the average. So I, it was more like, if you guys had seen it, what do you think of that? Do you think there's something to what he's saying? That there's a frequency that normal folk are on where we are just not going to understand what he is, what he's doing. You know what? When he started talking, yeah, and he was talking about, you know, this is Western ideals. He did the very typically went full hotep, Western ideals. No man should have one woman. However, he got married. But then he made the excuse that him and Mariah came to get like they kind of knew weren't that because Mariah doesn't really want to be married. No, I don't believe that. Anyway, he said that back in the old days, man gave his daughter for land. I don't want to have a woman as my property. He went full, full hotep. I didn't buy it then. And then come, I don't know how long I watched it. 
come to the point where he was like, Envy was talking about his his relationship. What does Nick say? I love what you have, Envy. Because Envy was talking about how he was with his woman from, like his girlfriend was 15 and he was 16. They've been together for all those many years. But trust me, Envy, and it's been spoken about, Envy and both Charlemagne have been with their women for 20 plus years and have both put their women through bullshit. But their women have been there from before they were name brands to now. So that seems to be the benchmark of what met. Can you look, still hear me? I look like I'm yep. frozen. Okay. Um, um, that look seems to be the benchmark. If a, if a woman will ride or die with you before you were, when you were nothing to after, because Nick then said, <clears throat> what you have is beautiful envy. I would love that envy. It's amazing envy that you've got that. You literally just said no man's supposed to be with a one woman and man is supposed to be in multiple relationships. But yet you love what envy has and you looked kind of like envious. And I'm trying to say that. <laughs> and, right. And then, and also then he was like, um, and then he was like, Envy's had, he said something that because he, because he'd been famous for long, he hadn't been able to find a woman who was with him. Like basically Nick has trust issues. He does not trust the women that he meets because he thinks they want him for his money or something to that effect. He doesn't have trust. He has trust issues because he said that there's, he, he, he was envying the fact that both Charlemagne and um, Envy had women from before they were famous. And he said, I've been famous forever. So, so that was his argument in that section. So that it under, sorry, someone needs to go on mute. It undermined everything he just said. Everything he said about man's supposed to have multiple women. That, that statement alone undermined it for me. I'm not saying that, and I'll, I'll let you answer Auntie Charlotte, I see your skepticism, but it's just the fact that you said that with confidence, but then you came back and envied what envy had. So, and it betrayed. It's not the question of whether I don't, I know that some people believe in multiple relationships and it can work for them. I think back to what Nancy Nana was asking. There are some people that live on that frequency. I agree. People, there are people out there that it works for them, no doubt. And there's people out there that work for one-on-one. I don't know what the rule is. I don't know if we can unequivocally say that we're not supposed to do this or we're supposed to do this because some people work on one-on-one. Some people work on multiple and some people don't know what the fuck they're doing. But in this moment, Nick Cannon came in saying multiple relationships, came out saying, I envy what you lot had. Auntie Shade. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't, I don't, I didn't get that. I, I think I watched all of it, actually. It was a long episode, my God. Um, but I just had it on in the background. But I, I, I didn't get that he was like, I think he just, admired it I don't think he was envious really and truly I think he was saying he admired that they that they could do that but he also did say that that's not for him he's he said that his marriage that being married taught him that actually that wasn't enough that he didn't want that he wanted more than that do you know what I mean or like a different kind of um scenario that's what he wanted and I think like if that's what he wants then honestly I don't, I don't think, as long as all parties involved are of sound mind and they are happy and they can speak for themselves and they're happy, then what's the freaking problem? I, I, I don't see it's like a problem. The pro- I, think, I, th- I, th- I think that he, I just don't know. I, I think he can, uh, he can afford it. So there's not that finance aspect kind of thing. Um, you know, not everybody... I, I do think that not everybody needs to have that kind of like 2.4 situation going on. Like it's just not a reality anymore. And also as well, it's just not, what's the word? I don't think it's necessarily des- desirable anymore kind of thing. 
um yeah i just i didn't really hear a lot wrong with what he was saying for him do you know what i mean like for, from his perspective and where he's going and then also as well like you know he's a, he's you know he's he, he seems to be at peace with where he's at but he's a very sick man like do you know what i mean that kind of thing so his viewpoint on life is going to be very different do you know what i mean like he's not coming from it for like you know from a perspective of like that that kind of um assuming of like i'm healthy i'm gonna be around forever like do you know what i mean he's not coming he has to face and deal with his mortality kind of on a weekly monthly basis do you know what i mean so like i just think that his perspective i can't i, I don't know what that's like do you know what i mean like I, I really don't that's not the reality for most people so i i would imagine he's doing what works for him do i think that people on different frequency absolutely do you know what i mean like i i really do i think that we just live in a society where if you're not the norm then you're persecuted in one way or another do you know what i mean so people who are not uh as, uh aspiring to what the norm is just usually don't talk about it do you know what i mean because they know that most people will not understand and will not get the decisions or trying to convince them that they should uh do what the norm is basically I didn't watch it all. Um, I watched just a clip that was out, but based on what you guys are saying, I have a few thoughts. Um, as long as everybody is happy and they're all grown and they go into it knowing what they're getting, fair enough, right? But I do remember there being a woman who had a miscarriage who didn't know that one of the other baby mothers was pregnant at the same time as her. So I don't know if he's necessarily telling the truth all the time. Maybe he is now after that's happened and he's realised that if I'm going to do this, I need to be fully open. So maybe he's learning his lessons as he goes along. Because like you said, Auntie Shade, he's facing shit every day. But then there is a part of me that's like, I get why you want to procreate because maybe you just like having children and you want to leave your um, you leave your mark on the world. But then at the same time, you're having all these children. If you're not well, what's going to happen there? So the, the, I've, I, I'm torn with that because I get it, but I'm, I'm also torn. What I find most interesting about this whole Nick Cannon having all these babies is that he is not viewed in the same way as Future. Future is viewed in like, you're a dutty blood clot, how are you going to do this? Da, 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 da. That's, how pe- that's how man come for Future. And like, like, I suppose there is an element with particularly the last person Future had a child with, that he's a cheater, isn't it? And maybe he's not being as honest as Nick Cannon is now with the women that he's sleeping with and procreating. Nick Cannon definitely, based on what you guys have said, was contradicting himself. Because how can you in one breath say that all the women that I'm with, they're boss bitches, they own their own shit, they manage their shit, they got their own money, and that's why they're happy to be and do what we're doing. And then the next breath say, I've got trust issues. And um, maybe he didn't say I've got trust issues, but say that I... I, um, I'm scared that people only want me for my money when I meet them. But that was my, this is all he didn't say. Literally, it was my assumption because basically. Oh, that's your assumption. Oh, okay. Let me just clarify. He, he was admiring or envying what Envy and Charlemagne had. But oh, in yeah, the, but I think you can do that, In that breath, so I'm just saying that in that breath, he was like, he did say, you guys are lucky because you found someone before you were name brands. And then he hasn't been able to do that because he's been famous since forever. In the roundabout conversation between him, Envy yeah. and Charlemagne, that's what came out. So that's, that's I, what think, I think it's not necessarily 
I've got to go where Auntie Sade went then with that because I don't necessarily think that he envies. It's envious. It's just like we have friends who have been with their partners for donkey's years. Like they got together when they were teenagers or in their early 20s. And if you look at who you were with when you were in your early 20s, I most definitely would not want to be with that person. So I suppose you can look at your friends and be like, that's beautiful but that's not my life and that's not what works for me. And this is my life and this is what I feel makes me happy. So my main thing is that he has to just make sure that he's being honest with the women that he's engaging with. That is the main thing. As long as everyone comes to the party and they know what they're getting, then that's cool. It's the ones that are there and they don't understand that this is what the scenario is. He's not a man that's going to marry you. He's going to want to sow his royal oats. I I think he was he was quite clear in that anybody that kind of comes into his orb knows that I have something with Nick and Nick will have something with other people. Like that's how he moves and he's not going to get married again. And if he's having sex with you and he's not using a condom, there is an understanding that we could have a child. And so, yeah, there was just the uh, very similar to Auntie Sharda. I came away from it. And I hadn't really formed strong opinions on him anyway from all of the babies being born. But I came away from it with a, a clearer understanding of where his head is at and was actually like, it's quite interesting that he's speaking about this um, and and really highlighting the different ways to think about having relationships if everybody is cooperative. But also it was him highlighting like Oprah's relationship and how Rihanna manoeuvres her way around men as well. And she's like, you know, it's like the men kind of slot into their orb. It's not that they slotted into the the man's world. And he's like, actually, I gravitate to more women like that. And he was saying he believes that that's actually the structure of the world. Like femininity is the leaders, but men have just with their brute force change the perception around so that people think that men are running things but actually it's really women and it should be so I, I, yeah I, I but there was like a wizard vibe about him I was like I wouldn't look in his face there's something about Nick I think like he could just run some spell on you or something it's, I think he's just got BDE man that's all <laughs> and a whole lot of money yes definitely I think that what was interesting I, I thought there was definitely I would have liked Angela Yee's perspective and what she was going to say and also yeah. as well I think it just needs to if you're going to have that say it just has to work both ways which is what he was saying but I yeah. think we just live in a society where it doesn't generally work the other way around do you know what I mean unless you are in the upper pitchers of society do you know what I mean can I ask can I ask because that's where I was going to come back because again well I didn't really finish this, well I spoke a lot um I then would come to the conclusion if it works for him Everything he said, again, I've got clarity on who he is and what he's doing. Not that, again, like Auntie Nana, I wasn't bothered. I didn't really have, I was like, oh, you're making kids. But it was just good to understand where his head's at, if he really cared that much. And if it works for him and the women involved, absolutely, that's your thing. Um, but I did feel, I think it was more the energy of like, man's supposed to be this. But then, to me, I felt vibe-wise and how he kind of, was looking at them, uh, uh, talking to Shanam and um, and Envy, I felt there was a, I do want that, but I can't get that. So I'm making peace with what I've got. And this is where I'm going to be and how I'm going to do it. That's kind of what I got for him. I don't think, I'm not saying he's lying. I don't think it's, but I think we do as humans as well, we adapt to our lot in life. 
as well. So we do put in the we and if it's frequency, we attune our frequency to what's going on. So this is what's going on. So how do I survive in this space? This is what it seems to be for me. So I you think that, and then so just the other thing is that there was something when he was talking about women, and I think you guys, I, I want you to clarify because I didn't, maybe I didn't hear it right. But I felt like he was talking about women who do the same thing, but there was an element of boys in the room about it where underlying, I don't, that's why I think I missed. Did he actually say that if women, if the women that in his circle also had men and have procreated with them, those men, would he be happy with his lot? Would he be saying the he same thing? He did. He did say that. Okay. He he said, if she's got her own, then that's fine. He said something along those lines. But yeah. in the, the, if, so if these women that he's had children with, mm-hmm. he's okay with them, because that's just the argument that we're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. Okay he's with fine. them having a similar setup. He was mm-hmm. okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. He, he clarified that. And and to your point, I hear what you're saying, but you know what? He, he talks about so many different things, and he was very expressive, and he was very full in his answers. So I feel like if he... If he thought that there was nothing in that conversation for him not to say that in that okay, moment yeah. you know what I mean it really felt like he was being very transparent very open um do you know what I mean like it just seemed like he was he was just given an insight into his way of thinking rather than trying to oh I want you to think this about me do you know what I mean but you know what that but you see when we we're talking about he's got bde and it's that thing where he wouldn't he's a wizard and we're looking in his eyes maybe that's my frequency that I'm picking up on him that there's a little bit of is there game because if he's that good at talking if this is is this is well, there's, there's never, 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 have this kind of setup do you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. exactly exactly so sometimes you have money generally as well not all the time but definitely you have to have some sort of influence you have to be having like, some sort of intelligence do you know what i mean there's no way you can do it. And then let's not forget, like, we're not that many generations away from, like, you know, you know, <laughs> our fathers, our grandfathers having multiple situations. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's, it, it just seems, I don't know. Normalise the situation. I don't think it's outrageous what he said. Nothing was outrageous. It's just how you perceive the conversation. I'll do the R. Kelly thing later. I didn't yeah, hear that. that what did he do? He basically said that the only person Mariah could um, go up against in a versus is R. Kelly because she because they're they're both writers and they're musicians. Whereas, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. And it was just like this is just such a random. So I random. kind of agreed with him though, like, or is it just the fact that he said R. Kelly's name? Well, no. and this is what I'm saying. Like, there's no reason why he shouldn't. He 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 was being himself. That's what he seemed yeah. like because when he was saying, like you said. Like, it's just like, do you know what I mean? Just because you think that doesn't mean you should say it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, no. Because wasn't he saying he was like, oh, um, everybody else has help. Everyone else, like Mariah can go in and she can do it all. Everybody yeah. else has help. Even Michael Jackson has help. Like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wouldn't say he doesn't. Mariah respect. had help in the beginning if she didn't even like. Yeah, yeah. Mariah, he Mariah has help. Let, yeah, but later on, he, but he as, has, uh, as they questioned him about it, he was like, yeah, no, yeah, obviously Mariah's had to have JD in there and he helped produce it. But then he was contradicting it because he was like naming people like Michael Jackson and saying that um, that he's had help. Like he's not just a songwriter where Mariah does everything. He's not just a songwriter. And someone was like, well, what about Prince? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I suppose so, that generation. I think he was trying to say like can do everything. That's that's what I picked up. But like, I'm like, I sound like a really... 
Canon defendee or something yeah. to be part of the board. No. Um, <laughs> oh, you looked on his face. You was looking at him. He got you. <laughs> but, but no, I thought I thought it was just like, oh god, you know, like some of it sometimes, and that's why I thought like I don't know, like Angie. Sometimes her energy just brings up something a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? And she would have definitely picked up on that and shut that down. For sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there was no need. He could there's so he didn't have to go there, especially, mm-hmm. especially, especially as he then said, the only person to do it best is Stevie Wonder, and I love Stevie Wonder, and we've <laughs> had these conversations. Then bruv, you could have said Mariah Carey and Stevie Wonder. You said, you said R. Kelly. There's no and, and and then and then he was like, um, you know, with his heartache and his issues. Don't play, now play what's, yeah. what Dylan is about. His heartache and his issues, like, woe is R. Kelly. Fuck that dude. The thing is, okay, yeah, that was an interesting thing. What I, what I kind of, and I, I do agree with you, Auntie AK, in terms of, like, I do think it is, like, a little bit boys clubby because I just think, like, the way that they um, are... And I, I get I get it though, because actually everyone in that room deals with some sort of attack every now and again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where they have to publicly defend themselves. They've yeah. historically maybe done dodgy things. <laughs> Someone did it just saying. Um, More than once. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So they have to defend themselves. So therefore, it would be difficult for him to condemn someone, do you know what I mean, in the same breath while talking about himself do you know what I mean like so I I, I think that he would I, well, I, I don't know him but I think that I can understand why he didn't go in on R. Kelly I can understand why yeah. he didn't go in on, on the baby as well kind of yeah. thing and came mm. because that's what because he was talking about projecting but he was projecting in that sense because he was thinking what, me do you know what I mean like when I'm when I get kicked down you know, it hurt me and I wanted people to help me and so, certain people didn't. So, yeah, I, I, I totally understand. Where uh, I've, I've heard him a few times say, like, publicly, he won't put down another black man. Mm. So yeah. it's like, it's just... And they do that. You know, Charlemagne says it from time to time, although he'll go out there and put down bare black men. But yeah. well, when it's one that he likes, he'll be like, publicly, I'm not going to speak about yeah, another black yeah. man until it's one he doesn't like. But Nick, I haven't seen him do that. No, 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 tell a lie, he has. But yeah, he says this. They're peers though, aren't they, really? They're just all They're right. peers, it was a friends, it was a boys club. And it's just, I felt nuances. But again, we're talking about frequency and vibes. It's if it works, like if he stood in front of, I don't have anything, I don't, Nick Cannon doesn't, unless I'm meeting face to face and then it changes, his aura doesn't get to me. I don't feel anything towards him. I don't see BDE, I don't get it. I generally like, what the hell? But... I'm not going to say enough because there's a screen between us and oceans between us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might I don't know. something wizardy about him, though. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sold by him. Yeah, I, I feel like he's out there. Like, yeah, there's just something just wizardy about him. Turban, Nana, really. All of that stuff, everything I think is almost like a dress-up. Like the turban, the chain poking up. There's just things about him. And I'm like, this is all ritual. And... I just don't trust him. But however it works, I kind of understood him a little bit more now. But if I was in his space, I'd be very weary. I've had all of my crystals around me because I, I think he plays with elements. I don't think he's as jovial Nick as he comes across. I Maybe because he's in that space. Type of dude. 
there's different when they're in their money spaces and they're doing what they're doing behind those in the upper echelons i get that but boy at the moment i don't want to talk actually because he's gonna that's gonna be i'm gonna see him be like guys i'm pregnant <laughs> so let me just shut the fuck up and not be so vocal about my let's get the comments let's get the comments Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just looking mm. these. So Monica says, "Yeah, I thought Nick was chatting a little BS." Um. Nicholas says Nick has spoken about creating a nation of beige babies. Maybe he's restarting the population and it's his birth of a nation. Okoye says uh, Nick Cannon is a very dodgy bloke. We haven't uh, have we forgotten about him and the Jewish question? He's a child star and these people are highly damaged and always used by the system he's part of a group of toxic american african-american men um he did talk about the jewish thing actually he did uh, mention that one of the ways uh so she goes on to say one of the ways to control multiple women is to tell them that they're better than most women <laughs> there are loads of hoteps in ghana running that line of rich Ghanaian women living in the women's house and not taking proper care of their children. Children are not cared for by money alone. No, of course not. Ronald says, I love this. You turned the discussion about Nick Cannon's lifestyle into a whole other thing. When you start bouncing um, off each other, it feels like I'm eavesdropping on a conversation. It's so good. Thank you. I think we talked about his lifestyle. We didn't actually, we didn't delve, and so we do have to move on, but just quickly about how he did say, is, quanti- is quality not quantity with his kids? But and and again, for every situation, there's a, a positive and a negative, and every scenario works and doesn't work. So we can have two nicks doing the same thing. All the kids come out fine. All the kids come out shit. Some kids, are, you know what I mean. There's always going to be the, all the scenarios. Yeah. However, it's I just it's it, well, okay. So maybe, okay, we just said it. It works for him, but is it going to work for the kids? Is it really going to work for? It, the it kids? probably isn't. There's too many of them with various different personalities, and a few of them are probably going to be more of the quantity of time with a parent versus the quality. He isn't going to hit it right with all of them at all. That's like, It would be stupid for him to even think he is because he's not. Like some kids need security of waking up and seeing the parents. Other kids are going to be fine with you just spending really good times with me. But there's too many of them to be like there. There's too many different personalities. Yeah, but you can say that with, um, you know, because like Envy, he has how many children? Do you know what I mean? Like, six. 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 And one yeah. on the way, right? So yeah. he's have seven. He's gonna have the same amount. Same, same thing. Just because in the same house doesn't mean that they're all gonna gel with their dad in the same sort of way. Yeah, precisely. That's what I'm saying. So like, you, you, you can't say it's gonna be successful because in a two-parent family with seven kids. Some of them are going to be like, this house yeah. was shit because they weren't getting the, the attention. There's others that are going to be like, I loved it. I was with all of my siblings. It's just personalities of humans. All, all you can really do is just try your best because yeah. you're not going to get it right. But I do think four separate households is a lot to actually manoeuvre and be like, this is going to work. Well, you did because I think that's my thing where, again, it was a, that, that level of this is what it is, and it's all good. Well, how he came up with, I'm going to have multiple women, it was that seal of absolute confidence because he actually said the, the thing about looking after kids, like, no, nah, I'm good. He was defensive. And we're talking about him being open, honest, and being him and bringing himself to the table and being transparent. Then in that part of the conversation, someone mute, please, he should have said that 
I don't know how it's going to go, but I want to have these children and I hope that I'm going to do my best and give them everything. But he was a, a little bit defensive. It was like quality is quality over quantity and that's it. But it's not it because, you know, he said I'm at every ball game. You're, there's going to be a point where you can't be and there's going to be a point where one child's got to do this and you're, some, and you're going to have to split your time. Plus you're running an empire so that they can live after you're gone, whether it's illness or life that takes you. So... The reality is us as all, all of us here care for people, are responsible for people. And we are very, we know as women trying to run our lives, create a legacy, create a, and whatever for our people. We're not there all the time. We can't. So we have to admit that if we want to be businesswomen that want to chase our dream and have a legacy for our family, we must admit that people are going to suffer in some way. It might not be lifelong. I just, uh, I think, I think it depends. It depends. You choose to parent and what you how you choose to put that message across. Do you of know course. If you kind of come from perspective, if you're, I'm just doing it for generalisation and quickness, like if your dad's not there, then you're missing out. If it's that thingy, or if you project that in any sort of way, then yes, of course. Do you know what I mean? But it really depends on what you're pushing. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Thing. so I, I don't know I don't know I, I think, agree that I think that's an I think agreement. Right, to be honest I think we're in agreement but I think what he said in this conversation if we're talking about him being honest and upfront and open he was defensive in that lining and he could have he if we're talking about what he should have said could have said but then you look but as you're saying that he was being transparent and being him he could have been transparent. Transparent. it doesn't have to be one thing for all the topics that he's talking about <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He could have just said, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but I want to do it and I want to love these kids. I want to do he feels like he knows what he's doing. He might yeah. feel like he knows what yeah. he's doing. He said he's setting up his life to accommodate his lifestyle. That's what he said he's doing. Do you know what I mean? So I can't say that. Do you know what I mean? Like, he don't know. It's just, you know... You, you, you're, you're in the orb. I'm scared. No, no, I'm not even. I'm not even. I just, I'm, joking, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I honestly don't think. Well, you know what I think. I don't think you necessarily need two parents to raise a child. I okay. don't think. I think there's alternative ways to parent, and I think that we're always constantly pushed in this manner that if you don't have that, then there's there's going to be problems. There's going to be problems anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There can always be problems anyway. It's just. All right. Yeah. All around. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what made you sad, mad, and glad? Artie Shadow, you're first. <laughs> right. What has made me sad was hearing Auntie AK's <laughs> strained voice. Yeah. <laughs> I was really like, oh, God, man down. What's, what's happening? What's happening? I was a little bit scared. I tried not to show it, but <laughs> I was a little bit scared for a bit. But I'm just so very happy and glad that you're back and on your feet and on your way to full, 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 full recovery. We love it. Um, and it is true that you are the glue that keeps us together. So please, please, COVID, just say do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, what made me... Oh, God, what else? Sorry, one second, I can't even remember. What made me mad? Oh, my God, something silly. But I was putting in my eyelashes have grown. I've been using this eyelash serum. I'm wearing lashes at the moment, so you can't see it. But I've been using this eyelash serum, and my eyelashes have grown. So I don't have to wear lashes all the time, and I can just wear mascara. But because oh. Colin was getting on my nerves and stuff and decided to attack me. I was doing my lashes. I mean, I was doing my mascara and I was sneezing and I had mascara all over my eyes and I looked like a panda and I was very... That's annoying. Oh. 
I just had a moment kind of thing. But yeah, that's, um, I think that's it. And then also, yeah, so my other glad is that quarantine, no, Friday and chill is that. <laughs> Our little um, everyday Friday, we have a little like uh, lunchtime show that we do a week on Thursday and we're back. And I'm actually asking it, which is Well done. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm glad about that. Okay. Um, I'm obviously sad I got fucking COVID, bastard, mad as well. Um, but yeah, um, that made me sad, very damn sad. It's horrendous. But I'm not going to tell you to get the vaccine and I'm not telling you not to get the vaccine. Just make your own decisions. But it's not nice um, if you get at the level that I had. And I also obviously thank God that it didn't go worse. Um, I'm mad. Again, as people on social media are so fucking, we're dumb. Humans are dumb. We're dumb. This is why the end of the world, blah, 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 blah. We're dumb. Quick, I'll try and say this in a nutshell. Meghan Markle's birthday fell on the same day as Barack Obama's birthday. And so people on social media took it on themselves, the ones that hate Meghan Markle, to say that the reason why Meghan wasn't at Obama's um, birthday is because her and Harry are C-listers, D-listers. They're not friends of the Obamas. They've got beef with the Obamas. So this is, and Daily Express and t- actual platforms had articles pretending that they had this insight and they know they, you know they didn't. I didn't want to click and I clicked on one article and it was so dead and dumb, like really going into pretending they had the science behind it. Nonsense. And obviously Megan's just had a baby, two months, and her birthday's on the same day, and it was her landmark birthday. And it was about, they're forever gonna have landmark birthdays together. So if Megan's not at Obama's birthday, it does not fucking mean there's beef. Shut the fuck up. And she's just had a baby. Imagine if she went, because it was on a yacht at Martha's Vineyard. Imagine if my girl got on a yacht after having a baby two months ago to party with Obama. Imagine in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, come on, people, stop it, stop it. Stop. It made me mad. Not that mad, I'm just mad. And then Slash, the people that try and do good for Meghan, they were like, they created a hashtag, Meghan Markle, which started trending because they already preempted the fact that, <laughs> guess what the media is going to do now? Now that Prince Andrew's been called out for being a paedophile or being accused of whatever he's been accused of, I bet the media is going to do this to Meghan Markle. So guess who trended instead of Prince Andrew? Meghan Meghan fucking Markle. You did the job for them. You dumb fucking fools. I must say, I did did like once I'm part of the foolishness, I admit, but it was like, and you know that all the people like Piers Morgan is going to come out and start trying to find a way to turn this onto Megan because obviously the machine will go into effect. But we did the job for them as well. So come on, people. Come on, stop being dumb. All of you should just hashtag Prince Andrew and not mention Megan. Obviously, made me mad. And obviously, I'm glad I'm back. Glad to be back. Back to be back. Missed you guys. Thank you for staying with us and waiting back, waiting for us. I'm glad I'm healthy as well, ish. That I'm healthy. <laughs> not glad that I'm healthy, ish. Auntie Farah. <laughs> I'm glad that you were able to have that full-blown five-minute rant. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I am sad, and I told her I was going to do this. I am sad that my niece, my 17-year-old niece, Shay Durant, yeah, naming and shaming you, Shay Shay, just told me that I was too old to go to one festival because, what? okay, I'm going to be old now because one of their little baby yachty people is going there. So she was like, it's not your scene, auntie. It's not your scene. And I was like, I could go. I could do it. Some festival in Clapham, it actually sounds all right. I was like, I could go. She's like, no, auntie, it's not your scene. It's not your scene. So I'm mad at her. I am mad at you, Shay, for implying that I'm mad and sad, by the way, for implying that I'm too old. I am glad. I've got a lot of glads. I'm glad that 
I got to go to 51st State, big old Auntie Nana for holding on to the ticket, even though I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go. I don't know if I'm going to go. Should I go? And then I got FOMO. I, was in, I had my laptop out, was in the group chats. Everyone was saying they were going from every group chat. And I blatantly got FOMO. And I was like, if I go, I'm not going to get there till late in the day. But it was excellent. I had a great time, even in Back to 95, which I always have issues with because 95 is dumb. Anywho, <laughs> I mean, back to 95. Like, how many times can you go back to 95? How many? I'm not going to say. Every time. Every time. I know, and I know. And, but the last time, do you know what it is? I realised I am a person, and I, I knew this about me, it's about the locations and stuff. So I could do a festival and hear that music, just that like I was able to go to Ibiza and hear House and all that kind of shit. I don't like that stuff on a day-to-day basis. But in the right environments, I love it, and I had a good time. I'm also glad um, that... Auntie AK, as I said, is back to health and she's on her way. And I'm very glad that it's like 20 days before the aunties. Auntie's gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're very looking forward to that. Auntie Nana. Okay. I have to look now as well. Um, all right, so I'm sad that I've constantly been on Weather Watch. Like leading up to 51st date, I was full on flipping, praying, doing rain dances, lighting candles so that it wouldn't rain. And then eventually I got to, all right, when we're there, just rain once, but make the temperature at 20 so that I can either be in a t shirt or a jacket. When I was there, it rained once and the temperature was 20. So my juju was great. So I'm also glad about that and sad about the weather. I am mad at Royal Mail. Uh, Royal Mail has just pissed me off. Really, royally, they have lost so many packages. I'm up to 40 packages so far that I now have to, yes, 40, 40 packages. So, yeah, that's just been a bane of my life at this moment. So Royal Mail has pissed me off. and I'm glad, I'm just glad that we're all back together. I'm glad that I went to a festival. I danced in a tent with thousands of people. I am very well. I've been taking my precautions. I've had my silver every day. I've had um, oregano oil every day. And I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So I'm very glad about that. I have my health, although I've been around lots of people who have seemingly been getting COVID as well. Oh shit! Okay, all good. Oh yes, yeah, no, I know a lot of people, but yeah, I think I think it's all about that frequency as well. Yeah, you I definitely like, harmonize. Okay, because all right, calm down. <laughs> we were in the same. You were breathing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it is this physiology. I think it's that thing, isn't it? It just. I do think it is. I do because it, it can. It's yeah. like when I came home. Some folks will get it, where, some folks we, when I came home for the weekend, where I got it, where I where I think I got it from. My daughter was around me because I thought I had the flu in the beginning. And the fact that my daughter was around me, um, and then when we realised what it was, she's been fine, God willing. So, yeah, it is about whatever's going on in your body. Like, I know someone, I was telling you this, Auntie AK, I know someone that's double-jabbed and has been double-jabbed since, like, the beginning of time. And they got it. And they got it quite nastily. So you just never know. You just got, like we all said, you've got to do what's right for you. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I jumped because we were chatting so much about Nick Cannon, but I did miss the comments. Let's get the comments on the people, then we go to the last bit. There was more? Yeah, there were there were oh, a few more. I thought I saw a few. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, maybe there wasn't. Sorry. No, I don't think so. There's only 
Oh, sorry, that's my bad. Okay, then. Auntie Nana, what's your unpopular opinion? I've been struggling. I really, I really don't have one. But um, can I reverse it and just do like a, a big up, an extra big up for this one? Because okay. I, I so admire and I'm really jealous that I'm not young and wasn't at the GRM gala. I would have flipping loved to have been there with all of those grimy artists all dressed up right. in the nines. That's that would be my unpopular opinion because oh, really? I rang Auntie AK and I was like, you need to pull your finger out. Let's, let's, let's. We're not too old. <laughs> Don't you feel I feel like we are a bit like there's people yeah, that are in our bracket, man. They're we're a bit old. Like, I saw some. Ten even- years ago, I would have been there, but I feel like I'm just on the, quite a few of them could have been my child if I had a child at 18, like quite a few. And so I, I just feel like, no, I'm not, it's not my age bracket, but I would have loved to have been there because, yeah, and just seeing Getz all dressed up, I was like, he just looked amazing. I, I loved seeing all of the pictures and I would love to rewind time so I could go to something like that. Uh, yeah, we got Posty Posty, Jerome Daily Crew. Um, and that... My people was episode 72 of your artist Nobashka. Don't forget to like Auntie's Just gave us a whole new show name. <laughs> Just change that <laughs> name. I can blame it. I'm going to do maybe for a month. I'm a survivor of COVID. I got COVID brain. I'm going to blame it on the COVID. Um, sorry. <laughs> I did say though, foggy brain is a thing. So it is, it is part of like, if you just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is. Anyway, episode 72, your aunties could never, my bad. Please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Please leave your comments. We will read them out. We still haven't read some out, but we will read them out. Please don't forget to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. UK time. And um, thank you for sticking with us and um, see you next week. Oh, we've got a special guest next week. All will be revealed. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>